everyone. Welcome to the Side Hit Podcast. I'm your host, Fat Tony. And today, with us, we have JJ Raywood. Welcome, JJ. Cheers, Tony. How are you today? Good, bro. How you been? Yeah, yeah. Good, eh? Super stoked to be on the show. Oh, rad. It's Thank you. It's a good time. Excited oh, for it. Good to have you on. How's mm. your summer been? Yeah, it's been good, eh? It's been, um, <clears throat> it's been a hot one. I haven't spent, um, never spent a summer in Waikato before. So, uh, yeah, no, nah, it's, it's good. I had a bit of an accident just after, oh, night before New Year's. But, um, so it's put me out of action for a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. probably not the first person to come to Wanaka and have an <laughs> accident over New Year's to be put out of action for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, no, nah, trying, to, trying to stay stoked and, you know, been doing a bit of other stuff so, to keep me busy. So Getting amongst mm. the lakes and the festivals. And yeah, sort of yeah, it'll get you. Watch Man. out. <laughs> ah, sweet. Oh, well, we'll take it from the top then. Um, mm-hmm. Where are you from, JJ, and how'd you get into snowboarding? So, um, originally, I'm from Nelson, born and raised, um, and then when I was about 10 years old, I um, started coming down to Wanaka for the winters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, been coming down here for like 13 years now, which is And so, crazy. what was the reason for you coming down at 10 years old to Wanaka? Um, so, <clears throat> oh, what were we up to? So, kind of, me and my three brothers, we've been homeschooled since we were, since we, you know... Um, it was time to go to school, blah, blah, blah. So um, we, were, we had a lot of freedom there. And um, mum and dad just kind of wanted a bit of a change from Nelson life and that. So um, we actually had a, a double-decker house bus as well, which was pretty pretty prime. And um, so, uh, yeah. Is that how you got the term Slippery Gypsy? Yeah, house yeah, bus. yeah. I got <laughs> I mean. that nickname when I was probably like 14 or something. From, oh, right. From some, some HPC kids back in the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was cool. So being homeschooled and then the bus meant that we could kind of just travel around and do our thing. And uh, we got some family that work up Picardies and they, they said they could sort mum and dad out with a job and stuff. So, oh, yeah, so we just packed up the bus and boosted down for a winter and did that for probably six years with the family. Right, so your parents mm. were ski instructors for about the six years or something, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Dad drove buses and was car park supervisor for, for one, the first winter that we were up there. Then he got his um, instructing certification and um, and then jumped in on that. Oh, mean. Yeah. And you had a couple of brothers in tow with you as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they're all skiers and that, so I'm the odd one out being a snowboarder. But, mm. um, yeah, always calls for a bit of bit of comedy. But, oh, mean. Yeah. Well, I'm, I remember those times pretty well. It yeah. seemed like you were like Cadrona's grommet. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I still remember the first time I seen you riding a snowboard. Mm. And uh, well, I was riding up White Star. And remember where the intermediate jump line is? used to be that yeah. bank into that tabletop. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I remember seeing you, and you must have been, what, <laughs> 10 or 11? Yeah, yeah. On that Burton Dominant. That's right, yeah. That Dropping in. It's like, thing. whoa. This, that's JJ <laughs> and that table was what maybe 30 40 foot and I was like fucking yeah. hell it's a big table for him to be dropping into <laughs> and you hit it brings a suitcase method to the kitchen and stops <laughs> yeah. it and oh, uh, me classic. and who was who was there also it must have been Rusty because we oh, were yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah. and we were just like fucking yeah JJ <laughs> this fucking hot yeah, dude classic <laughs> those old signature suitcase things I remember doing them all the time I thought mm. those were would the JJ of today bring a suitcase method to the kitchen? Oh, I don't know. Hey, maybe. You never know. <laughs> Might come out once this season and then probably never get done again or something like yeah. that. <laughs> when everyone's camera's pointing the other way. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'll go get one of the other boys to do something and quickly sneak one in the background. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> so, like, 
at this time, were you part of the HPC program as well? Um, no, so I think, when did I join HPC? It must have been when I was about 13. Um, yeah, 13, I think. Because I think we were just up there just shredding the whole mountain mm. for a good couple of years before um, before um, linking up with HPC and that. All right. But um, yeah, I must, I must have been like 13 when I first joined HPC. And um, yeah, it was so sick. The whole crew back, like mm. still is. Like, so legends. who were some of the crew that were in your HPC um, um, program? Yeah, yeah. That- so I had um, like Josh McAlpin, oh, Tim Herbert, um, Jay Walsh. Um, no, what? Really? Yeah, Jay yeah, Walsh yeah, Jay, too? Jay Walsh was in there. I mean, yeah. those three dudes right there, that's a heavy crew. Yeah, yeah. Big like, Mac James as well. Oh, right. And those were those were the boys that like, they're all a few years old. I say a few years, maybe like three, four years older than me. Mm. But like those guys were like, those were my idols in, 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 in the day. And that, those boys were so sick. Like, yeah, they were absolute shredders. And then in my age group, there was like uh, Seb Judge, Lee oh, Wiley, yeah. um, Cora Phillips. Yeah, we had a solid group of riders as well. It was Man. real fun. And who were, who were your coaches back then? Um, we had Rachel Newton, Jody Blatchley, Chris Green, um, Brett Wilson came oh, in a little Brett. bit every now and then. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, so was Rachel kind of the, your main coach yeah, for yeah. a period? Yeah, she was the main coach. Her and Jody really, mm. like, looked after the, the whole crew. It was so sick. I remember this rad moment when I was, um... So it's 2011, so it was the mm. last year of the Snowboard Masters, and it was the first yeah. year I was able to enter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was um, the border cross, which mm. I was never going to place well at. <laughs> but I remember there was this rad uh, moment where Rachel Newton was mm. about to drop in. Yeah. And we looked on the first corner, and there's, like, you and Tim Herbert and, oh, like, the whole yeah. HPC crew, like, yeah. firing her up and Chanting shit. Chanting and stuff. And it was, yeah, it yeah. was the, like, the fucking raddest. <laughs> like, no way. Like, that's yeah. so fucking cool. And, yeah. And I remember also with you guys, um, Rachel was pretty adamant, like, edge control is important. On the yeah, yeah. She was really and, good with that. And she stuff. was... Yeah. Um, her one of her ideas of teaching that was mm. to take you to the lip tech bank slalom over and coronet. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. She, and I remember her saying it was so cool. She's like, "Yep, um, you know, like their snowballs flying. They're just gonna have to learn how to use their edges yeah, around yeah, yeah, it, for, that sort of fully. thing." That was the thing she was all about. And I remember all those grommies were so off it because all the grommies went first down the yeah. bank slalom. They sent them all first, and we got pelted by snowballs like there were all these old boys just like out there i swear to like kill us and then so we we went first and then we were like after our runs we were like oh we were like we're gonna get these old dudes like we're gonna destroy them and then we went back up to the top and there was a marshal there and he was like blah blah no more snowballs and he oh i swear the old boys must have rigged it eh? like geez so we weren't allowed to throw snowballs and we were like oh this is lame oh that was the funny so that year was the first year i went to that bank slalom Mm. and i remember the marshal throwing like throwing the biggest patty when i was at the start gate because everyone was there was all this carnage and he was like we're trying to have a race it's like (laughs) dude the guy that's organized it's dressed as a giant banana (laughs) there's someone else dressed as a rabbit (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) it was probably some bloody (laughs) ski racer 
Oh, yeah, I think they had their Dude, clashes eh? with that department. Yeah, yeah. I remember there was one of the best pictures ever from that. Was um, mm. Remember that guy, Duncan Campbell? He was, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was fast as fuck. Oh, yeah, he was a full boy. Like, across, like, like the dude it. that was yeah. probably the threat to everyone. Yeah, yeah, big time. And there's this fucking amazing picture somewhere. And he's come around the, the snowball boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Robbie Hollis is dressed as a giant rabbit in mid-year yeah. rugby tackle. <laughs> and, s- like, so, like inches away or maybe half a foot away from actually connecting with them it's like, but he misses oh, that is so but it's one good. of the greatest pictures yeah. ever and Jeez, I, need to, I need to find that Amy, Amy Bella if you're listening mm. to this could you please dig up some of those pictures from the bank slaloms over the years because <laughs> that one was crack up the people need to see them oh those are the days so eh? was Rach um, you coached for quite a while then couple yeah. Of years. yeah it was a good probably three <clears throat> oh, I want to say like three four years and um, yeah, I've, I haven't seen her in ages. I think she's living in Canada now. Uh, Red Mountain. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, Rossland. Yeah, I follow her on the gram and stuff, mm. so it's pretty cool to see what she's up to. But yeah, would love to. Go have you, have you been to Red Mountain? Nah, never. Oh, right. dude. Yeah, it's fucking go. on. Yeah. I lived there in two thousand one. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, for a yeah. season. Me. Um. Oh, it's... is it close? We're like. Oh, I'm so bad with with geography and that. Is it? Is it close to Vancouver? Is it? Nah, it's sort of. Oh, I'm going to get crucified for this, but it's probably about <laughs> halfway across BC and right above the American border. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's uh, it's just like a burly, no bullshit free ride resort. Oh, right. Yeah, it's fucking Sounds awesome. mean. No yeah. hype, just yeah. riding. Like, Sick. Yeah. I'll be so keen to check that out. Oh, man, for mm. sure. And I, I'm yeah. pretty sure Rachel would have that place dialed in by now. Yeah, yeah. She'd not like the back of her hand. Eh? It mm. should be a good one to hang out in those, those areas. And uh, Johnny Blatchley was another one of your coaches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely legend, eh? Um, yeah, so we, we were, I th- I'm trying to remember who was, like, like I, th- I feel like Rachel kind of looked after us, like, in the half pipe and board across and, yeah. like, in that kind of race aspect. Sort of like the edge control side yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Jody was just, like, full-on park dude and, like, would go and build, like, backflip jumps and, and stuff like that Man. <clears throat> with the crew. And, um... Oh, I, I owe so much to those guys. They really, like, um, yeah, they kind of started me off and, and really mm. got me going. Because so Jody was kind of, um, he was a name I heard a lot of but never mm. seen much of. Yeah, and yeah. And I just remember seeing this, um, someone's Facebook clip of him doing a rodeo. Yeah, oh, like, his wow, rodeos were like, so sick. Like, how yeah. it should be done. Yeah, exactly. So bolts. And I remember, I think I was, I feel like I was, like, or 13 or something and seeing a video pop up and he did a backside double rodeo and Whoa. Uh, and, he, and he was our coach and i was just like no way like this guy's the man six so what's it like having a coach that can actually step to it's features yeah. and do the tricks yeah or, or close to the tricks that mm. you're trying to do like that's i yeah i reckon it's <clears throat> i reckon it's super for for me back then i think it was uh, it was a game changer because you could, you knew, <clears throat> like for instance, like Jody, you know, maybe I was trying this trick and Jody would do it before me and I would mm. see kind of the movement and everything. And I think it made such a um, big difference because not only would you just see the trick and then know that he has got it dialed, but you'd also develop like this kind of trust with the coach because yeah. he's not just talking shit. Yeah. He actually can do is, the stuff that he's Is that preaching. common with coaching? 
as, as an outside um, looking in, I, I don't yeah, know these things. Right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of coaches do sometimes go through the ranks and they're, they are, um, they are like, uh, have been through the comps and stuff and then they, they, come, they come back to coaching to give back and, and oh, something sweet. like that. Um, but you know, you don't see it all the time. Some mm. coaches have been through the whole um, instructing stuff and get all ticked off and then and then go to coaching sort of more theory like based next, next tier coaching. kind of thing yeah 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 so you were coaching with hbc last year is that right yeah yeah the previous and, two winters and did that have much of an impact on the way that you were doing your coaching with hpc uh like being a writer myself yeah like yeah jody and rachel's influences that mm. sort of yeah yeah i think off. i think they made a made a big um big impact on me because i kind of i mean i've been coached a lot over the past 10 years mm. by all different all different sorts of people and you kind of pick what one works for you yeah but then also um yeah like certain things work for for certain people yeah so you try and pick like you, you you've got your group of kids at the start of the winter and you you talk to them about what they want to do and blah blah, blah. and then you try and get a um understanding of where they want to take their snowboarding and and um see what works for them sweet blah blah so yeah you're just constantly kind of um trying to evolve to that to that kids's um yeah how they learn and how they so is it sort of like some people learn by watching some people learn by doing and working around that yeah yeah for sure it's a real cool relationship you build up with the with the athletes that you're Mm. you're coaching because yeah so is there expectations then that as uh if they're struggling with a trick or a feature that mm. oh fuck suddenly I have to step to the big ear jump oh sort of yeah. thing is, is there yeah. that sort of thing happen or um I like like, like have, have you been put in that situation mm. sorry I'll rephrase have you been yeah. put in that situation where there's a fe- a bigger feature that maybe you're not yeah. really into oh and yeah, the and kid then... wants to learn a trick on it and you're mm. like fuck suddenly I've got to hit this fucking <laughs> thing somehow I haven't had that yet no. but so, um like I still. Like it's it's pretty cool. I get to ride with the kids, and I I can like though you know at the start of the day, I'll go hit the the big jumps, and then next run I'll like I test out the speed for them, and then we just have to make this massive train, and then we're all just flying off the jumps, right. and then we'll do that for probably four runs, and we'll all be spinning off the jumps and stuff just to get warmed up, Man. and then I'll kind of take a step back, and then and then start watching them once they're warmed up, and we'll start working on some stuff. Oh, right. But um, yeah, I'm yeah. This this season, I was like, geez, these kids are getting bloody good. Like, I'm gonna, so they're gonna put me in my place pretty soon. So your kids that you were coaching this year, like, what mm. sort of age group we're we looking at? Um, I think the youngest was about twelve. The oldest was fifteen. Right. And so, yeah. what sort of you say like this? Mm. What sort of tricks were they chucking? That's making you sort of be like, oh, oh fuck. Like <laughs> kids were doing. Oh, one of my kids was doing like cab nines stomped a front 10 was trying back 10s holy shit another one landed a cab 10 at spring camp Fuck doing hell. cab 9s one was one tried like front double 10 back double 10 like it's just <laughs> that's it's getting crazy. pretty bonkers eh? yeah yeah and that's steezy we we dudes as well oh, like so that. that's cool that they got the style mm. Fuck yeah like. yeah which i'm so stoked on. and they froth on riding everything oh that's awesome yeah so like Rad. i remember like they, they were just stoked to hit side hits and mm. stuff and then um 
and then I remember so, I, this one day it was so sick one of the one of the grommies came up to me he's like JJ I just found this this new line with some sick hits in it and I'd follow him down like after the park and he had this super cool little like flow line with a couple berms and then a couple like like side hits and stuff oh, like this and it was just like yeah this is this is what snow would that's cool so we're starting yeah. to see the kids actually ride mm. the mountain not just slide between features yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah oh, that's so sick yeah which made me so hyped and um yeah Brad. and mm. um because i was talking to someone i can't remember who it was on here and it was like christ i remember when 900s were like the bastion of like oh, a yeah. handful of international pros yeah you know? yeah and, and, and now <laughs> oh, you've got it's like come a long way it's you know, so gnarly 12 year olds whatever doing mm. them. holy shit yeah it's so loose eh? well that's so yeah. cool that they're starting mm. to get it though did yeah, you yeah. take them up tc much or was it still more of a cadrona based no nah, it was pretty program? much only only cardies i don't think i actually took them up to tc i did see them riding up there on on some of our days off me i was up there just like doing cutting some laps myself with my mates and would see them up there all frothing out on a power oh, day sick. and stuff and yeah, it was cool though yeah. Oh, that's so cool. A mm. lot of people were, I think, when you got onto the radar of a lot of people with snowboarding, they'll associate you with um, signal boards. Yeah, so yeah. How did um, riding for signal come about? Um, so, Damien Lee was yep. the snowboard instructor up Kajona. Yeah. Um, and hopefully, he still is once COVID. Yeah, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely, him and Jamie come back. Hey? Yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're good people, those two um but yeah so i was i guess like you said earlier i was kind of like a bit of a cadrona grom and i'd always hang around in the staff room and and uh, mum worked in the kids club so i'd always just be floating around and meet all the instructors and that um and damien kind of approached me one time and i must have been oh shit maybe you'd know maybe like 12 13 yeah it's, it's so hard for me because i just remember like <laughs> jj you know oh, yeah. for years oh, i should hear a, you should hear my answering, answering yeah, we, we talk about it in abby's one oh do you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh it's bad eh? but i'm, ne- I'm not changing don't, it. I'm, don't, I'm gonna keep it eh? i'm gonna keep it for as long as i can i'm pretty sure if you get a call from abby um don't pick up oh you'll yeah. be ringing to hear your answer yeah both. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh classic that's so good yeah people get a good giggle out of that eh? <laughs> Ah, so anyway, signal, uh, yeah. Damien, yeah, Damien yeah, hooked yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, he hooked it up big time, and um, yeah, it was so sick. He um, oh, he must have been one of my first sponsors, and it was real cool. I just, you know, he'd just flick me a couple boards at the start of the season and that, and um, I'd kind of trash them, and, and he'd, <laughs> he'd give me some more like a Grommy Darzo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I was on them for, yeah, quite a few, a uh, number of years, and yeah. did that move into actually writing for Signal Brand, or were you just staying as a writer for Damien with Signal um, New Zealand sort of thing? It was a bit of both. I mean, I met the I met the Signal dudes over in the States when I was over there. And then had a bit to do with them as well. Was that Mark and Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which was cool. Actually, Dave came over to New Zealand for one of those every third I Thursdays. No. Yeah. Because I embarrassed myself when I met him. Did you? Oh, he's one of my favourite dudes. Like, yeah, true. Like it was sort of like always like for me in the nineties, like mm. Jamie Lynn, yeah. Mike Ranquit, Dave Lee, Terrier, Ollie true. Brunton, Quentin Robbins. Yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah. and his so his favourite part my favourite part of his was uh Stomping Grounds. Yeah. And is it all right if I tell this one about Dave Lee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I was skating over in the Queenstown Skate Park the time you guys did the Every Third yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, And Lance um, was the diver. That's actually the oh. dude I was telling you about. That does oh, so he was ride. the one that took them out. Yeah, and, and he does... Oh, 
Oh, scuba true. dive tools from Milford Sound. Does he yeah, does he right. scuba diving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. that's him. So oh, that's the dude I'm like, yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. go and see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm definitely. And, um, yeah. And so anyway, I was skating the park and I was, mm. was kind of seeing this girl, Megan, at the time. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so I was skating the park and Lance comes up out of nowhere, mm. as Lance does. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, Tony, come with me. It's like, what? He's like, oh, there's someone I want you to meet. It's like, fuck off, Lance. Lance has set me up for a lot of awkward uh, situations in my, my time. Oh, so you just thought you were like, So I'm like, piss off, Lance. I'm not going anywhere <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah. And, but we end up fucking shooting the shit. But he doesn't yeah. mention anything about Signal or Dave Lee. Ah, uh, yeah. And so anyway, <laughs> Dave Dave Lee comes out of nowhere and be like, Lance, where you been? You know, he's like, oh, just over here talking to my friend Tony. He's like, oh, mm. cool. And uh, so he comes up and joins Lance. Mm. He's like, oh, Dave, this is Tony, Tony, this is Dave. I was like, Dave Lee? He's like, yeah. I was like, like, my (laughs) dude, my first words out of my mouth were fucking, fucking, fucking stomping grounds. (laughs) (laughs) And then without even knowing, I turned around. I was like, hey, Megan, get over here and bring the camera. (laughs) Yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then turned around and apologized <laughs> and he was the raddest dude with like yeah. shit and shit and yeah. he's like uh, can I borrow your board and skate the balls like <laughs> take it take it and then, and then we're just watching him shit. do like tail blocks and deep end and Lance Jeez. was like dude oh so he kills on a skateboard as well. oh he was like deep end of the Queenstown bowl which is yeah. a really weird bowl to skate yeah it looks fuzzy and yeah. he was like barging these fucking tail blocks and shit holy shit um, and Lance was like Dave Lee's scatting your boys like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, that is awesome. <laughs> and he was just good. the raddest dude. Yeah, like, yeah. And um, even though I, like, we started talking about snowboards and even though mm. I wasn't writing Signal, I was writing, yeah. like, LibTech Jamie Lynch, yeah, he was yeah. still like, oh, rad dude. Like, frothing out on that as well. Yeah, he was yeah. just such the raddest dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, which kind of segues into what I wanted to um, talk about was mm-hmm. every third Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Um, they... Lance took the Milford Sound, they pressed the board mm-hmm. underwater. Like, mm. How much a part of the Every Third Thursday were, well, were you and were the New Zealand team guys with, um, with that one? So with that one, it was pretty much, I think they they I think they were making that board for a couple of days. Like it took, mm. it took, it was a bit of a pro, process to make that one. So pretty much it was me and, me, Damien and Hamish Martin. Oh, right, Bilzy. <laughs> yeah, Bilzy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Drove from Wanaka to, to Remarkables and met um, Dave Lee and the other the rest of the crew up at Remarkables to mm. film um, on the day with the board that they presented to us. Mate. So, um, yeah, so we pretty much just rocked up and there was this real cool-looking board that they then they told us it was pressed underwater and they are like, yeah, let's give this thing a go. Shit, so how did it go? To be honest, it was... Hey, uh, Bilzy and it, there was TJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they wrote it before me. And oh, then, fucking Bilzy and they, were tough on gear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bilzy, I think Bilzy maybe went second. And by the time Bilzy wrote it, it was pretty much clapped, eh? There was like the die cuts were falling <laughs> out of the bottom. There was like, like the nose um, P-text was just like scraping on the ground. But I still did a couple laps on it. And it was, yeah, it felt like a real fun board. Sick. And then it was pretty much done after that. Oh, but, um yeah, no, it was real cool to be a part of that because I'd always, ever since I got on Signal, I'd watched all those, like, a, a lot of those every third Thursdays mm. and frothed out on it. And then Damien 
remember Damien got me involved in one That's so here. cool to be part of one. Because yeah, they, they yeah. are fun to watch. Like, they yeah, they're real some cool. Out right? of it ideas. Yeah, like, real buzzy stuff. Glass eh? snowboards and yeah, all yeah. sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you ride with Belzy much? This, he, he was kind of like a style god on the snowboard. He was, right? big like, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he's so sick. I haven't seen him ride much did, recently. But, did he? Because mm. you, well, it's someone that I would consider as a classically trained snowboarder. Like, mm-hmm. I would consider you as that. Yeah. Um, and style based did Belzy have an influence on you with for your, sure. your writing style yeah yeah, I reckon yeah because I kind of uh, well me and Belzy were on the signal team together mm. so we would ride and and, um, and do some videos for that and then also the Capital and before that actually sponsored this that Brett Wilson oh, started yeah, up so. Cardis. so I was kind of the grom for that as well mm. and um, yeah always riding up to Belzy always looking up to him and he's probably I was probably too young and innocent back then, but yeah, he would have been talking some some shit as well. So, he, he's yeah. kind of like the snowboard comedian there. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. And then he did beers with Bilzy, actually. Oh, and they were fucking great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I actually got on one of them back in the day as well. Oh, and sure. That was, we, that was funny. You reckon yeah, they'll be yeah. on YouTube? We might have to search these yeah, beers with Bilzy's out. I think they're definitely on Facebook. It was all on Cap on Capital somewhere. Oh right, they'll be they'll be they'll be yeah they'll be around somewhere. It yeah. was um I think there was a team ride we haven't talked about yet for Signal at that time. Mm-hmm. Zoe Sinnott. Yeah, was she on that's the right. She was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah, look at what's look at what's happened now. She is unreal. Eh? She yeah. is absolutely dominating. Yeah, it's so sick. And she's gone to Alaska. No, soon. she is right. With yeah, that natural selection. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like, I kind of like just was kind of flipped out after that run and wasn't oh, was paying such attention good run yeah like yeah fuck oh, I she mean. is on fire right now it's so sick to see and like yeah such a cool check so cruisy so down so to earth was she part of your hpc program as well that well she would have been a couple of years behind you sort of thing she was she's a couple of years younger than me yeah but she was who was she getting coached I think she was getting coached by Bilzy for a couple of weeks. Oh, for quite for a wee while. Oh wow! Yeah, and then Sick. and then maybe after that she just got picked up by the NZ team. I'm nice. trying to think of who she was getting coached by in between, kind of Bilzy and NZ. All oh, right, because Mitchell Brown was, would be the NZ. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's on board with them. I remember the first time I actually met her. Oh yeah, like I knew who she was. Was yeah. at Breckenridge. Remember mm. that season where I was working for Ryan at Monocera? That's right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I was over at Breck, mm. and I went into the lodge and bumped into Mitch. Hello, hi, Mitch. And, yeah, yeah. And then there was, I'm not sure if you were there. I think you and Carlos were away doing something else, because yeah, around in this crew was like Tian, Mitchy, Mitch oh, Devoon. Yeah. His mate, Lockie. Oh, Lockie Blackboard? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Zoe was there, and fuck a couple, oh, Ro- Ronan. Ronan, yeah, Who, maybe Fletcher. And, yeah. yeah, so Ronan had his pass taken from him for speeding. Oh, And geez. the mum wasn't impressed. The parent that was there that wasn't Ronan's parent. Oh, yeah. She wasn't too impressed with me because I was like, oh, Ronan, Ronan, you made a mistake. He's like, what's that? It's like, you got caught. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like but, the old yellow jackets mm, over there, eh? Fire but uh, anyway, fucking... Mm. They're all a bunch of teenage boys there mm-hmm. being... Teenage boy shitheads, as you yeah. do when you're a teenage yeah, boy. Yeah, and Zoe was this quiet person mm. mm-hmm. on the side, just kind of yeah. letting them be dickheads, really. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, 
It's like, oh, who's, who's the quiet kid, Mitch? She's mm. like, oh, that's Zoe. It's like, oh, right. Yeah. I think Damien was putting boards under her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of laps. I ended up at the top of the park. Not because I ride park. I think I was taking pictures of a friend in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I see Mitch again. It's like, oh, what's up, yo, dude? Yo, yo. You fucking out here, rad. <laughs> mm. And then Zoe drops in. And I reckon, oh, so that's Zoe, rad. That's the you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drops in. Does this wildcat. Exactly like how Jamie Lynn does them. So if anyone does oh, anything like yeah. Jamie Lynn, I'm like, you know. <laughs> yes, and yes. I was just like, like the the board had the right tweak and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm she, like, holy yeah. shit! And when I actually fucking seen her, I mm. went on this probably embarrassing rant about how it was the raddest <laughs> wildcat I'd ever <laughs> seen. And she, she's she's got such a good wildcat and dumb wildcat mm. as well. Like, and she must yeah. have been all like 14 then or something. Yeah, shit. yeah. Like, back in the good old days. Eh? <laughs> And yeah, and now she's just been on this rampaging path oh, of she's destruction. Been shutting like, it down, eh? Yeah. So Zoe, mm. if you listen to this, yeah, you're but, killing it. Yes, so shot sure, Zoe, and we can't wait to see you rip in Alaska. Oh yeah. I mean, fuck, talk about heavy crew. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Who whose was your favorite run? Um, in from, natural selection. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to say with the girl's Zoe. Yeah, yeah, Because it was one of those things, when she was going up against Hannah Beeman, it's like, mm. well, I really want Zoe to win. <laughs> but Hannah Beeman's been one of my favorites for a long time. True, yeah. And she's, also, she's also, like, hell of, been doing the backcountry thing for a long time. So I was yeah, like, yeah. well, as much as I want Zoe to win, Experience Hannah's probably going to take her. Yeah, yeah. And then so I couldn't fucking believe it when she won. Yeah, And stopped yeah. that, that oh, last run. Oh, her run was, was so good. Bolts, like, dude. Yeah. And my favorite run on the dudes, mm-hmm. fuck, because I missed the final, so I missed seeing Eric True. Jackson and all those dudes, which yeah. I really like. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching Blake Paul. Yeah, yeah, he's a son, um, right. Austin Sweeten's fucking entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah. my two favorites, no, fuck it, i got to say my favorite run yeah. was Mikkel Bang's run. Yeah. With that front three nose tear. Yeah, that's the same. Backside same five. Thing. Switch yeah. power, which is a trick in itself. Yeah, to yeah. Cab five. Mm, it was so sick because he did something like a, completely different than what everyone else is doing, and mm. he just did did what he does best, and just um yeah. Oh, was so that sick. was my favorite. Yeah, yeah. So that that was it actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like it's been years since I've done a five forty off anything. Yeah. Decent. <laughs> and I just. It was cool watching that, and when he did mm. that care for, I was like, oh, I remember what they feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, maybe I need to dust those off. Yeah, surely. You know, Bring it back. It Here we go. So cool. And, yeah. And Ben Ferguson, like, mm. when it became between McMorris and Ben Ferguson, yeah, I kind of wanted Ben Ferguson to win. Yeah. I was yeah. more leaning towards his camp. Mm. Rad that they both pulled methods out, though. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Who was yours? Um, I'm gonna have to go with you as well and say Michael Bang. Yeah, he's he's always been one of my favorite riders, mm. and I reckon yeah, he just and does it so well. Switch method. Yeah, because like, yeah. the commentator was saying that's the hardest trick that's been done today. Yeah, and of course straight away you're like, no, it's not. It's method. But then you actually <laughs> mm. start working through that body motion of what yeah. the switch method it's actually so is. Tricky. Yeah, it's like yeah, no, nah, he's right. Yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. Anyone out there that's doubting this. You fucking go and do them. <laughs> yeah, you let's fucking see try and go and do let's them. See what good fucking luck. <laughs> yeah, and then make them look like Mickle Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fucking challenges out there to anyone, any of those dudes. Um, but fuck mm. Alaska. I mean, talk yeah. about because Alaska's no joke. Their place nah. is gnarly. But, yeah, it looks pretty. Fucking um, talk about having the right crew. Like mm. 
Travis Rice, like yeah. Mr. Gnarly, but also Mr. Who knows Alaska and what are that yeah. the consequences of shit. Yeah. And yeah, that's going to awesome. be such a good one to watch. Zoe, we can't wait. Yeah. This is fucking great. Here we Do go, even, Zoe. Is she going to bald face? Oh, I actually don't know. That'd be sick. Is that? Yeah, surely. Like, yeah. Like the old backcountry legend now. Mm. <laughs> totally let's see it Zoe Zoe we can't wait fucking mm-hmm. see you got a trick request for Zoe oh should we do the switch method switch method yeah surely <laughs> oh man I'm not going to put any pressure on she's <laughs> doing things beyond what he wrote yeah do. yeah but it's fucking cool to see a contest like that like mm. say so Travis Rice like a lot of like cool shredders I know like oh fuck that dude because Hmm. a lot of like say recreational you know he's like the punter's favourite as well right yeah but you sort of can't fuck with what he does like he's no. a gnarly fucking dude oh yeah and it's rad that he's doing this to sort of Give present him. riding the whole mountain exactly like, yeah yeah and he's sort of an idea I think of how gnarly that run actually was it's like mm. um like McMorris and those dudes are normally throwing like triples and whatnot yeah yeah and, but the, they and, had to... and they weren't even throwing anything no. close to that yeah yeah they and, didn't tone it right down and to do their run and zoe's got like mm. tens nines doubles all yeah. these like what the fuck tricks mm. and you know dialed it right down yeah and it's like well that gives an idea actually of how gnarly that run was fully you know yeah yeah and it was fucking i would have loved to have seen what zoe could have done she had like another five ten runs there yeah because i think yeah. we would have seen more than the 360 oh yeah like, yeah you know and that fucking mm. was it the tail grab straight into a wildcat yeah that's fucking, right yeah so good yes like, yeah well man it. Uh, it was mm. so worth getting up for 5 30 yeah <laughs> I, yeah i wasn't repeating guys we'll get back to um we're sort of talking about sponsor and sponsorship and stuff um, mm. we were talking about signal yeah there's another brand that most people probably associate you with. I think it's been a mm-hmm. long-term relationship would be mm-hmm. Volcom. Yeah. And so how did the Volcom thing come about? Well, so I think that was back when I was about 14, I believe. And <clears throat> this, it came because, well, my my favorite rider um, back then and still is, still is today as well, um, the legend Will Jackways. Yeah. I'd kind of been um, this just frothing out Grommy for um, for ages of him and, you know, I'd see him in all the magazines and I had some old films that he was in as well. Um, and, you know, bumped into him up the hill and stuff and, mm. and probably like your Dave, Dave Lee experience yeah. as well, <laughs> just like fully just frothing out and mm. um, ended up actually riding with him a little bit because he's the nicest guy and mm. I was probably this annoying grommet and he would just kind of take me out for a couple laps and whatnot mm. and um yeah so he lo- sorry long story short he got oh, we can go to long story if you want <laughs> like, yeah, um yeah but uh yeah so he actually ended up getting me on Vulcan right and I can't remember exactly I can't remember if he told me if he gave me the heads up or if he was just like oh JJ can I have your email and I, was, I think I was using my parents' email back then. I didn't even have my own email. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, this email arrived from Volcom saying, "Yeah, we'd I'd like you to have you on the team and stuff." Fuck. So and what's uh, that like as a fourteen-year-old? Oh, I was oh, over shit. the over the moon. I, I was so stoked because, yeah, having having Will J as that all-time hero and knowing that he rides for Volcom and frothing mm. out on Volcom, 
and um, yeah, it was it was like a dream come true. Fuck, so that's crazy. pretty rad to get your favorite writer's endorsement. Yeah, like that's <laughs> yeah. wow. Yeah, like, yeah, it was it was so sick. Yeah, still very honored and um, thankful for for Will Jay's. Yeah, he's done heaps. Mm. Yeah, and so that led to did, I, I probably got my wires crossed here. I thought you guys yeah. did a trip. And then you did some rail comps, so we're like, "Fuck yeah, he's on," sort of thing. Or, oh, with, with Will J well, and Volcom. And Vol- no, no. So I, no, that was, that was. Oh no, yeah, that's right. That was the same season kind of thing. Mm. So I think I'm. I got sponsored by Volcom, say, start of the New Zealand season, mm. and then, uh, what happened? Then at the end of the season in October, I think Kajona had even shut by then. I so I was on Volcom for like the half the season or whatever, and then went up to Tura with Will J. Just me and just me and Will J flew out of Wanaka. Yeah. Up to Rag. Uh, where did we go? We went to Alcuni, and then had the Volcom PBRJ up there. Right. Because I think I won. What did I do? Did I win it at Snow Park or no? No, maybe I didn't even. Maybe they didn't. No, they didn't even have it down here. No, because it was a. It was at um, Sura. Yeah, so I went up there to meet all the Volcom dudes up there Brand. and then did the rail jam and stuff, hung out with, with all the older boys. And so, so who were the Volcom mm. dudes back then? Uh, Luke Gain was the NZ1. Oh, was the, like the team manager or the rep yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, and he was the New Zealand I New think Zealand he's, he still is. He still like is, yeah, yeah. Now. He's still with it, yeah, yeah. And We're still, still doing the it, yeah. biggest frother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With he's, the best casual snowboard style. Yeah, yeah, he's got it dialed out. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, and who else was it? It was, there was Clapman. Oh, okay. Mel, yeah, there was your husband and wife that were doing it as well. Sweet, and yeah. was it just you and Will J riding for Volcom at this time? Um, I believe it was. I'm mm. feeling really bad if I miss someone <laughs> out. But yeah, I believe it may have been. I know Joss McAlpin was on the Aussie That's team. That's right, Joss. Yeah, yeah. Because he was a bit of a fixture in um, the snowboard scene over here for quite a while. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. He was he, he was on fire over here because he would come out for HPC that mm. uh, you know, for the seasons to yeah. HBC and stuff. Because was he the same age as you? He he must be a couple of years older than me. Right. And yeah. do you still keep in touch with Joss? Mm, oh, I mean, I... No, no, to be honest, no. I haven't I haven't seen him in a few years. But I'm shocked I'm keeping up to date with people. Yeah. I think he's yeah, just over in Australia. Still yeah, he's still... Just shredding and shit. I think he did a marketing degree. Right. And then now he's working at Pierce or Threadbow or something. I know that's what he was doing last. Oh, sweet. Last he was a GC. I really liked yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. He's such a good classic, dude. Crack up. Classic uh, Ocker Australian accent. Yeah, yeah. And the humour as well. He was yeah. always very entertaining. <laughs> and, uh, well, they were just the, he was just the raddest. I remember there was days <laughs> where like, you and him and a couple of the other dudes would just be bored and just come by the workshop and say hi and talk about snowboards. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was I think it was a cool era of Volcom in New Zealand where mm. it was like you... Christy Prime or Jackways. And it's like, mm-hmm. wow, talk about all bases covered right there. <laughs> like, mm. you know, like Will J, the mm. free ride legend. Yeah. Christy Pryor, who at the time was mm. the best in the world at what she was doing with oh, yeah. like freestyle yeah. 
slopestyle snowboarding mm-hmm. and then the up and coming grom it's like <laughs> fuck just like <laughs> <They're let>, <laughs> where's the mountains out let's yeah. fucking do it yeah man. yeah fully yeah Sick. it was a seriously cool time yeah um mm. so about this time like <clears throat> well obviously talked about will j is having quite a big influence on you like who mm. are some of the favorite shredders like local mm-hmm. or international that you were looking at for inspiration yes. for your snowboarding so back when i was yeah that age um to be honest it was a lot of because yeah it was a lot of just local dudes mm. that i would see in person yeah. and just get frothed out on them riding around my home mountain Kadrona kind of thing and was that through like were you like reading magazines or not like manual and you see on snowboarding like yeah. fuck yeah that's those dudes yeah yeah sort of exactly because Rare. we didn't um we didn't have we didn't have um we didn't have like heaps of data on the computer and stuff so we weren't like browsing the internet looking Mm. for snowboarding videos or like we couldn't download anything um so yeah all pretty much uh, most of my a lot of my snowboarding growing up it was through like the magazines and stuff that i would collect and and the new zealand snowboarder so like nick brown nick hine mitch brown will j um yeah all the, all those boys that were Man. around then i was just like looking up to them so I mean, much nick, nick brown that's yeah. a fucking yeah. heavy name right there yeah 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 like and because he's i think he's coaching hpc now too yeah yeah stuff. yeah he's got those dudes yeah, yeah. and yeah they, they are killing it mm. those kids eh? they're doing extremely well mean so that's kind of rare you're sort of more influenced by the local scene than the international mm. Mm. did were you riding snow park much at that time i remember yeah. seeing you a couple of random night ride sessions over yeah yeah shit, yeah, yeah we would go over quite a bit actually when it was when it was up and running yeah we we loved it because we were could a lot of the times it was kind of nice to mix it up and just go across the valley and i remember yeah we pretty much hit we'd do one night riding a, a week kind of thing because mm. we'd be up at Kadrona i remember this quite well actually because mum and dad were working up there we would go out for the day riding at Kadrona, and then mum and dad i don't know how they did it but they drove they would drive from Kadrona down the Kadrona valley or sorry down Kadrona, and then up to snow park to take yeah. us up there for the evening Sick. while they sat in the cafe Me. having probably wedges and a tea or something we, and then all those kids were out riding right we used to do that too with work like oh yeah finish up at Kadrona, clock out yeah getting the getting in our riding shit drive yeah, over, boost over up to snow park for the mm. night session oh it was so go. good eh? it was fucking it mean. was so much fun and, and yeah i remember them um a couple of times when we went out when it was like ladies night oh and yeah. it was fucking hectic like True. yeah because we didn't know it was ladies' night. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, rad, like... there's all these girls ripping. But then it brought every local swinging dick dude out True. being like, you know, yeah, just, just like riding front shoulders. Like, Check and... out my car, you know, and all that <laughs> yeah. sort of shit. It's like, oh, dude. Oh, shit. So, so we, we had this thing where we're mm. just like, let's go night ride at Snow Park and ladies' night, but not ride any park features. <laughs> yeah true so you just boost it around because like. oh, you know you have like those areas that were floodlit yeah yeah and so oh so you were going out into the, into so the shadows we, we, and were, stuff. we would ride all the shit in the shadows in between all yeah the floodlights true shit, which was that hilarious would, like that I mean, would be some carnage eh? oh we would look like total goobers you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh that is awesome but I mean fuck it was just mm. it was getting pretty hectic yeah yeah <laughs> fuck yeah yeah um, um, we mentioned before Tim Herbert. I kind of mm. want to talk about him a bit more because he's yeah, yeah. like one of my favorite styles. He's just so yeah. raw but calculated. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like you see his Instagram he's, and he's just this total like 
raw dog gapping jibber dude. Yeah, yeah he's not. And then he goes and wins the fucking bank slam over at Coronet, <laughs> yeah. dressed as a nun. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's he's a Rachel Rachel Newton prodigy mm. kind of thing. What's the gnarliest thing you've seen Tim Herbert do? Oh, I remember there was these two rails set up at Cadrona. There were, it was like a flat bar to a down bar. Yeah. Um, and it was, where was it? It was just above the first jump, mm. but on the rail line. And it was probably like a, probably like a two. So, sorry. There were two separate features. Yeah. But two meters apart. And then, so Tim Herbert, what it, he gapped from the takeoff of the flat one yeah. over and did a front lip on the down bar. Fucking and hell. it was like. It was hectic. If you got it wrong, like that's like leg breaking kind of stuff. Yeah. And I remember, I think I was on the chairlift, like perfect view of Tim Herbert. And after that, like this was probably like three years ago or something. And I was like, mm. damn, like, that is gnarly. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was seriously cool. And Tim could ride everything and anything. Eh? He would. He's a like, really he's naturally gifted snowboarder. Extremely. Right? And yeah. Yeah. Like Rachel bought him up correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Thing. Yeah. So like, one of my friends in Japan, Tom Phillips, mm-hmm. um, runs a backcountry store over there. Oh, uh, yeah. Rhythm. Oh, is that the Aussie as well? Is that Rhythm? Oh, uh, it's an Aussie company. Uh, oh, Tom, yeah. Tom's an English dude. Oh, right. So, yeah. Tim Herbert worked with him or for him. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Tom was right. telling me when I was over there, he's like, yeah, so I learned Tim my split board so you go out for a mish. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, he's like, you know, careful and mm. blah, blah, blah. Comes back, he's like, mm. Oh, how'd you go on the split boy? He's like, yeah, good. I got a nine on it. It's like, got a nine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's just like, (laughs) wow. Oh, that would be gnarly because it's got like it flexes and edges in the middle are like moving around. Not too too bad. I mean, the rider like Tim would be able to get over it. Yeah, yeah. But it's like fucking hell. That's loose. So he can ride anything. Yeah. I on mean, the mountain and he can ride any kind of board and you make give him a riding board and he'll probably yeah. fucking do a, like a shifty method three or something yeah, yeah 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 like, yeah oh damn my favorite thing to watch him do is mm. like Kadrona springtime yeah and just like fucking there'll be these side hits that everyone used to hit mm-hmm. and they're fucking done because the gap's too big yeah and him he'll fucking still step to them yeah and, but, and yeah. anyone else will not make the fucking landing mm. and he just Burly powerhouses over. Yeah. And fucking grabs and he bones the fuck out of it like it's the 90s, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which blows my mind because gear does not let you tweak out like the 90s <laughs> yeah. used to. And fucking always makes the landing just yeah. bang. And, and makes it look so smooth yeah, as well. And, and it's one like of those... You, like, yeah, you'd watch fuck. someone else ride in and they'd be all, all over the show and then Tim's just floating around like, kind of thing. I've yeah. watched them be like, oh, well, fuck, you made it look easy. Fuck, I'm going to get something. <laughs> oh, and actually yeah. get close and be like... Yeah, nah, nah, maybe not. Eh? <laughs> no, nah, I'll, I'll stick to doing the fucking flat ground butter tricks there. Like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking. I reckon he's got to be like one of the most underrated yeah riders in the country for sure. Yeah. And so there was a rad time while we're talking about tri- mm. like like sort of teams being represented well with like mm-hmm. Vulcan with you and mm-hmm. Christy and Will. Yeah. There was a time where you jump ship to Capita. Mm, that mm-hmm. I thought was fucking rad too. It was like you, Marky Mains, Tim Herbert, and Jack Spence. Yeah, and it yeah. was, again, one of those squads where I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. Like, there is yeah. something for everyone here. Because I think mm-hmm. you were transitioning to freestyle on the big mountain. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that and, was kind of the time where I was going down. And Jack road. Spence yeah. kind of rules that big line, that Cadrona. Yeah. And, and, and then For you sure. had like Raw Dog Tim, and then mm. Mahi Mains, who was raw as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, he's something else, eh? Hey? Just. Fuck, how's those he's, fucking POV lines he was doing at Remarks? Yeah. Where it's like a minefield. Yeah, and he's just boosting through them. And he's pinning it, and somehow yeah. he's got the line. Yeah, and yeah. Just, I've seen like, photos of Mahi where it's like he'll be going, he's going down a face and he's doing a turn or something, and then it looks like right below him there's just a cliff face. Yeah. And it's like, where on earth is he going? Yeah, what's he Like, he's an absolute. Well, like, yeah. It's like that trip to Alaska, he did just put the zap on his head. He's like, fucking, that's where we're going. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, oh man, fuck, it was so sick to mm, watch mm-hmm. that. And um, fucking Jack Spence. Mm like absolute weapon best switch back once yeah yeah absolute hands down for like, sure fucking the way he brings that shit in late like yeah. fucking terry so sick and and those front three shifties come oh he's he got goes. them down yeah. eh? so yeah. you know how kadrona parks does a edit every year in that park battle thing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. snowboarding does yeah, yeah and i never seem to win mm-hmm. it's like i requested tricks uh the last time they did it's like jack I want to see a front three shifty and a switch, yeah. switch back one late. Yeah, didn't yeah. do either, and they didn't win. It's like that's why he didn't win, Jack. That's <laughs> well, it. There you have it, Park yep. Boys. There you this have year. it. And Matt Slocum, there was no backside three, no grab, fucking rock solid like you do. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, have you seen like, have you seen them do them off triple treat at TC? Nah. Fuck, dude. It is. Are there videos of this? Can we... Oh, I just seen it with my own eyes this one time. Ah, true. And this was back when he was working in rentals. And we bumped into him. Yeah, yeah, And it was like... You know, we were all like fucking around with like small backside ones and small cab spins off this <laughs> part of the... Because Sycam used to instruct up there, so he knows the area well. Oh, right. And he's like, oh, yeah, Rad, you guys are sessioning this. Like, yeah, dude. And it's like he's like, mind if I drop? Like, yeah, bro. You know? <laughs> because we we knew we knew he's a good rider, you mm. know. Mm. And uh, he just rolls in on his toe edge, pops. No grab, doesn't need to grab. Super gang, stocky, mm-hmm. rock solid, backside three, no fault or whatsoever. Damn. Fucking bang <laughs> on the ground, stomps that shit out, rides away. Well, like, well, that was it was like full MFM steve. Oh yeah, and it was like fuck, like. If you guys want to win that part battle, we need to we see, need those to three see some of that stuff. For those three sure. tracks, man. Yeah. Fuck. And yeah. Jack's du- cab double nine as well. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking. He brought it back this year. Oh, was it this year or last year? Like oh, he's, he d- he's done he's d- done doubles the last couple of seasons. Jack's actually a bit of a technician more yeah. than he gets credit for. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cab he's double nine's no yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah. And double wildcat as well. And mm. yeah, the dude and, rips. Yeah. All those park boys rip, eh? Hey? They. That's so Heavy sick. Of, squad. Oh yeah, yeah. And they that's so good. Like, I mean, there was because COVID kind of killed a couple of them coming back, but like mm. that James dude was like a smooth operator. Yeah, James yeah. Burn. Mm. Um, Aussie boy. Um, yeah, yeah. And Slocum's like the greasiest of them all. Just fucking. Oh yeah. Like yeah. the best laces dude to I, watch. Eh? Yeah, like, yeah. Jeb King, mm-hmm. like rides the softest fucking boards. Yeah, is it the pickle? Uh, he's moved on to the writer's choice now. Oh, okay, stiffer, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> still pretty. Um, fuck, who else is in that crew? I mean, they're gonna kill me for not knowing their names. Because <laughs> you had that Ross dude, and he was raw as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what. Um, I, I think COVID stopped him coming back. Yeah, he was in Norway, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But fuck, yeah. I mean, it's kind of mm. Jack and Matt, Oscar, 
Yeah, Oscar yeah, Schaefer. yes, yeah, Oscar, fuck, Ethan, the ski, uh, Ethan, and um, yeah, yeah, like every time Red Gerard will drop into a halfpipe, he'll think of Oscar Schaefer's nearly taking him out or taking him out. We actually, I haven't heard about that. Oh, so. I want to ask. We'll, we'll have to get Oscar on and ask him about yeah, it. Yeah, but there's a video somewhere. I think it's on Oscar's Instagram, oh, and yeah. he's like, I don't know. I think he was already in the pipe and Red dropped in on him. I don't know oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Oscar's. Something mid crippler lands his crippler and boom takes out red gerard after red gerard's this this is gold medalist red gerard oh you're joking <laughs> and uh and oscar's not a small dude like no nah, no nah, he's a like he's a tank you're gonna get fucked <laughs> yeah. if you fucking get yeah, taken out, by out. <laughs> <laughs> holy and this is at cardi's yeah yeah and the oh, right because like fucking oscar's a powerhouse yeah snowboarder. yeah like, yeah really powerful mm. and those like his front side spins yeah yeah so oh, solid like mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we should probably move on we could probably talk about those <laughs> yeah. for fucking days anyway lads this year if the park battle happens we mm-hmm. want to see jack we want to see a switchback one late a fucking double cab double nine yeah a front three Ooh. shifty slocum a backside three with no grab mfm steez mm. Thank you very much. Oh, Adam. We'll send so, you through a list. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ's <laughs> the cooking, winning list. JJ's cooking some more shit up now as we speak. Here we go. Well, we've got to throw a method in there somewhere because yeah, I'm an old exactly. fuck, right? <laughs> Too right. <laughs> so there's a name that's pretty synonymous with you now. Snowboarding mm-hmm. is like Carlos Garcia Knight's kind of, mm. we would consider like your peer sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you meet Carlos? How did that sort of all come Ooh. about? I think it was... There's a there's t- there's two memories where I can't remember where they fit in with each other, but one of them was at a junior nationals competition in in um, Upper Cardies. Oh yeah, and they didn't run it on the big line because it was crappy weather or something. So we were in the the mini 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 park when yeah. it was on McDougal's, like just above the mini pipe. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was a crappy ass day. And I remember just hanging out there, and Carlos was up. Oh, he was down from Christchurch, and he was all. What was he on? He was on like Nike. Uh, so he had like the whole full Nike kit, Nike boots and on Burton and, and on and stuff. And I remember saying like, whoa, who's this kid? Kind of rocking so up. So he sort of was already sponsored and showed up out of nowhere sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But maybe, I think maybe I'd heard his name around a little bit before that. Because then I did meet him at Snow Park one time. There's a few memories where it's like, yeah. can't really exactly remember where they sat. But yeah, yeah. yeah. The first, yeah. And then... um. Yes, the Junior Nats and kind of met then and then. It was kind of like, because he was, he was up in Christchurch and would ride Mount Hutt quite a bit, but then he would come down to Snow Park for the weekends. Right. So then I'd kind of see him around at comps every now and then and if they came over to Cardi's and that. But he was always kind of doing uh, different, he was with different training groups than me. He was yeah. with um, Colin Bartlett with um, Simple Snowboarding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. And then I actually did a trip over to Colorado with Colin Bartlett and Simple Snowboarding. And that's when I kind of, like, Carlos was there as well. And we were all, like, in the same house and stuff. And that's kind of when, like, got, got to know Carlos really well and kind of mm. kicked it off there. And then, yeah, me and Carlos have been doing a lot of a lot of real cool stuff since Rants, then. like, road dogs ever since. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So, were you guys yeah. kind of on, like, the junior team together yeah. and that sort of stuff yeah yeah so we both we were kind of picked up by um snow sports nz kind of i think it was at the same time pretty mm. sure and then yeah so we would 
we went to Colorado to train and went to a couple of junior worlds together and, and then kind of kicked it off doing that kind of stuff. And it was sick. Like, like, yeah, love Carlos and snow, his snowboarding is unreal. He's, so it was so cool just to like snowboard with him and, and hang out as well as friends and, mm, and a super yeah, technician sort of dude with a snowboarding, yeah, right? Just, yeah, yeah. 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 He's and, seriously talented and rips at skating surfing and yeah, drumming too, by the yeah drumming yeah, yeah 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 he can hold it down Brad, because i've seen mm. on instagram i think he's shaping his own surfboard or something so yeah it's fucking awesome yeah i think he did he just glass it the other day or something something like or something yeah kind and of he has blue great taste in music yeah anyone yeah. that's like a fan of like sabbath and jesus and mary chain yeah it's like, you're yeah. cool bro that's yeah, fucking awesome yeah roadies with him is mean because music's going on um gnarliest thing you've seen carlos do Oof. I mean, there's a few to pick from, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Ah. Uh, oh. I reckon we were snowboarding in Mount Hood. Yeah. Uh, for Ruckus 2. Yeah. And there was this... Oh, it was, it was hectic. There was this jump. So we were kind of like at mount hood we were taking um the chair the two chairs to to the highest point we could get to traversing right around the mountain and then going down through through all these big snow banks and stuff trying to find features to hit yeah and we ended up building this jump that took like three like three days to build because it was that hot that would build this would build up this jump and then it would it would melt and then would just have to, it was like two steps forward one step back kind of yeah. thing and eventually we made this jump and it was pretty decent jump with like a, a decent gap on it and uh because we were so focused on building the takeoff for three days we didn't check out the landing like we checked out the landing <laughs> on the first day and then <laughs> we were ready to hit it we we're like oh shit we better check the landing walked up to check the landing and there was this big rock that had melted it there was like three rocks that had melted out yeah and then so we tried to get like one of them out we ended up getting two rocks out and then just like sliding them down the hill but there was still like this big rock that we couldn't move and it was if i was going to spin front side i'm regular i would have hit the rock kind of thing yeah so we decided that we could only spin backside off it and like to go off our toes and just to not veer left and it yeah. was like yeah it was it was a scary jump big running big takeoff pretty real booty jump and um we were kind of fluffing around on it for a little bit trying to get the hang of it and then kind of just like out of nowhere carlos just throws this like you you've seen as like i guess they're like a double rodeo kind of thing it's yeah. like double wildcat back one yeah 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 and then he so he does that on this jump and like i feel like he stomps at first first pop and it was just like what the hell like yeah it was so sick just like and um yeah the shot worked out real well it's in, in ruckus too oh man yeah, i need, I need yeah. to actually watch that video again yeah yeah it's a it's a pretty cool one because i was yeah. i mean fuck it's not hard to be blown away by his riding but i remember mm. the olympics when he was at the big year mm. and it was a big fucking jump, and he was going switch <laughs> with a double and nearly yeah. overshooting the whole landing. Yeah, he was going massive. Like, fucking hell, yeah. what, how big a jump does he need to get hit a regular? Yeah, yeah. Like, and what was, what did he, he was doing 16s. He was doing switch, switch back was 16s, which insane. is like, 
And like crazy. going like there was like no landing left where he was landing. Yeah, yeah, to like, the moon. Fucking hell! Like, he qualified first. Really? Into the finals right. with that with that swag sixteen, yeah. Jesus. Then, yeah, just couldn't. Yeah, it's just not together, but fuck, Carlos, mm. too big for the big air jumps. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> was I was going to be talking about Carlos because he um we, we don't have to go into detail, but what's this I hear about China in the shower? <laughs> oh, you've done some digging, have you? You've been talking to Carlos. I've been talking to a few people. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> Screw you, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could have told you some dirt on Carlos before we got into this. <laughs> uh, not as young, JJ. Oh uh, yeah, all right. Watch out, Carlos. <laughs> oh shit! So um. I won't go too much into detail, but uh, we were in China for Junior World Championships, mm. um, and it was oh, it was me, Carlos, Sam Christie, Cora Phillips, um, kind of on the like with the New Zealand team kind of thing. Yeah, and um, yeah, we we had a coach and everything over there as well, and um, it was. What happened? It was slope style. It was the day of slope style. And both me and Carlos made finals. We're both hyped. Um, the day went real well. I think Carlos got... Maybe he got like fourth. Oh, he did really well. And then I got one of... Uh, I got like seventh or something, which I was over the moon about because... Um, yeah, I was real stoked with the running stuff but um you know a bit of celebration that night blah yeah. blah as you do yeah you know we were kids and we just wanted to have a good time and we were staying in this hotel with like all the other athletes um that were part of the junior world so everyone kind of um you know went to that to the general store that's in the motel and bought bought whatever they wanted uh, i think me and carlos bought some vodka or something <laughs> Which, looking back, isn't a good choice for two 16 or 17-year-olds or whatever. However old we were. I think we must have been 17. Yeah, we were 17. And we there was an upstairs bar that was doing like karaoke and stuff. And all the other athletes were hanging out there. And, you know, we had, we had a good good time. And it was, it was about bedtime and I wasn't feeling too well. And, um, and I ended up going to the going to the shower which was in the room and just laying in there trying to you know with some cool water and stuff and ended up you know having a wee tacky and stuff and then Carlos uh we were he was a bit worried about me so and I I, I remember I kept telling Carlos oh Carlos I'm fine like blah blah just let me chill I'll be right I'll just jump into bed soon while I'm still in the shower I'm in, in my jocks and then he goes and gets my coach and so he's working out I think he was th- thought I was going to die or something but um <clears throat> yeah coach comes in opens the door and is just like blah blah um he'll be fine and then pretty much just shuts the door and leaves <laughs> and I'm like well screw you Carlos like coach doesn't do anything he just opens the door looks at me and goes oh he'll be fine and then <laughs> yeah exactly and I was like oh come on and then, yeah coach wakes me up in the morning at like 6.30 or something and takes me on a few K run <laughs> just, <laughs> just as like a bit of a punishment kind of thing <laughs> but sweat all that unauthorised beverage out of your <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and me being 17 and young and stuff I don't think I even knew what a hangover was back then so I was 
I was alright, but I think he was more gutted because we had half pipe training that evening or something or that that afternoon. Mm. So I mean, probably a bit silly on my behalf, but hey, we just had slope style and we had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's probably not the first seventeen-year-old <laughs> to fucking yeah yeah i'm sure you've heard some good stories from the other people on the <laughs> so <laughs> on the list as well so you're on the new zealand team for a while did you mm. have a goal of like heading towards the olympics or do you think like that yeah yeah that was the plan like that's kind of i don't know i feel like i mean it is the olympics is a hugely talked about thing and it's kind of I don't, I don't know. When I was growing up, it was like X Games, Olympics. Those were like the two biggest things in snowboarding. And from my understanding back, um, understanding back then, that was like that was like the only way to do it, yeah. kind of thing. I didn't really hear of any other. I didn't really hear of any other ways to do it. So that was kind of always what my goals were: was Olympics and X Games, because that was almost what I felt was so um, was that all you were seeing in the media sort of thing yeah yeah and just from other people as well it was like oh you're training you know what are you training for and um, where do you want to take it and like everyone else a lot of people were you know setting their goals on setting their eyes on Olympics and X Games and stuff and um, yeah so that was always that was kind of um, what I had my eyes fixed on for a number of years Um, and then yeah I kind of realised um yeah uh sorry um yeah kind of realized it wasn't for me once i got a taste of um of the other side as well of the whole filming and 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 photography all right so you sort of how did the filming and photography side of things come about was um it was through well i mean i probably should backtrack a little bit I got dropped from the New Zealand team after a couple of years of being on the team. All oh, right, it was nothing to do with the China. No, oh, it could be. I've never actually <laughs> thought about that. Who knows, eh? Um, oh, was, right. Yeah. So what what happened there? Because I mean, yeah. that, that was weird for me. So I remember mm. seeing you NZ squad, NZ squad, NZ squad, and suddenly yeah. it's like, oh, you're not. Yeah, yeah. Like, He's what going. going on, sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So that so that lasted for about two years, and then. Yeah, I, it was, so I actually had an injury then. I had a hip surgery that put me off snow for a while and okay. felt like I was, I was trying to play catch up. I don't think I was probably working that hard to play catch up because that's kind of when I started to realize it wasn't, wasn't really the road I wanted to head down to, to compete and stuff. And then mm. long story short, end of New Zealand winter, I got, yeah, I got told that I wasn't going to be a, a carded snow sports athlete anymore, which meant that I wasn't, um, yeah, I wasn't on the team anymore. Okay. Yeah. And that kind of was a bummer, or you're like, cool, now I'm free to go do other shit, or? Um, to be honest, at the time, I was like, I was pretty pissed off. Yeah. Because, like, the reasonings and stuff behind it, I was just like, well, blah, blah, like, I just... Are you um, allowed to talk about the reasonings? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. Like, I mean, they told it to me, to my face. So yeah. it was, yeah, just because uh, they didn't have the, enough financial support to keep me on the team. Okay. Um, and the my spins weren't big enough. As in the amount of spins you were doing or the size of them? Or? 
uh, I think just they probably looked at what I could do on snow, my kind of run that I could put down if I went into a competition straight away, and then realized that it wasn't going to compete with the international level and stuff. Right. So, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't good enough. Right. Yeah. So like at the time I was like pretty off it, and then then I was like, nah, like this is all good. Now I can do whatever I want to do. Sweet. I'm not governed by like you know going like going with a coach overseas and and, and competing and snowboarding yeah 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 i was yeah and then i don't and then within a couple of weeks i was like this is this is pretty cool it gives me a lot of time to figure out what i want to do and i can now go and and go to europe and go filming and mean and do all that so did that sort of segue into say the rusty toothbrush mm. thing yeah yeah um but you were still writing for capita i think at the time uh, yep. So I was still still writing for Capita then, mm. and actually, so how did you get lined up with the rust, rusty toothbrush dudes? So this is actually, this is a pretty good one because I one of my one of my closest friends, Cam Henderson, who's a um, filmer. He now has his own hunting magazine and whatnot. Yeah, but he was down in Wanaka for a winter doing uh he was filming some kickers and cream stuff that carlos was yeah 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 yeah. so that was another video project that carlos had on the go but um and then after being dropped by snow sports cam wanted to do like a little project with me and it was kind of an interview styled project and it was like a eight minute long video and it was pretty much just like a um an introduction to me what's going on what what have i what have i been up to what i want to do from now and then it had like a, like a three minute clip of me snowboarding at the end and that was just going to be used to send to sponsors and all this kind of stuff so sponsor me tape thing. yeah yeah kind of th- yeah exactly like that um and cam ended up sending it to alex stewart who's the 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 owner the the creator of rusty toothbrush yeah pretty much came to send it to him saying hey check this out what do you think of it just yeah. getting a bit of feedback and stuff and alex was like this is sick let's get jj over to europe right to film with rusty toothbrush his his baby kind of thing and then that's when that all happened just um just through cam getting in t- contact with alex so then then i boosted over to europe and Hung out with the Rusty Toothbrush boys for a season, and I mean, yeah. was this was this a trip where you got that really iconic cover shot on Australia yeah. New Zealand snowboarding with the, with the was method. it a method tail tap on the church? Yeah, yeah, Sick. yeah. So that was from that trip. That was from that trip. That yeah, was such a great shot. Oh, I was so stoked yeah. on that day. Eh? That was yeah, mm. one for the books. For oh, it sure. should be like framed it on the wall, sort of. Yeah, sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty pivotal. Mm. Like, well, fuck, that's a kind of a big deal as a writer to get a cover mm. shot like yeah did you know that was going to happen as a cover shot or no i didn't until probably three months later when i got a call from um oh who was it by oh, i was by the dude that was running um oz nz snowboarder at the time ryan teeny oh yeah yeah and he he pretty much just rang me up off facebook because i knew something was going into the magazine Mm. And I think Troy, who, uh, maybe Troy Tanner got a hold of me and was like, oh, these guys are going to be contacting you soon. And then, so Ryan rung me and he was like, oh, blah, blah, we're going to do, we interview with you. Um, uh, you called to answer some questions. And I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And he was like, 
oh, and by the way, you're on the cover of the magazine and the interview is starting now. And I was like, what the hell? Like, it was so... Jeez, no pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, it was like, yeah, it was just seriously cool. So Troy had been knocking out images for that interview the whole time sort of thing. Yeah, oh, I think it was just like a wee collection of images that he'd chucked in oh, as well to like kind of go and go with the whole interview and was and stuff. that the first time you met troy tanner as well um no i'd met troy in new zealand oh right yeah a few times and then that was really the trip that got to know him and sick yeah. so was this the trip i heard about where it was like six people in a like real small car <laughs> driving 16 hours across europe yeah sort of <laughs> yeah thing. that's the one you yeah, have been doing some digging <laughs> shit <laughs> well don't mean it doesn't sound like the funnest time in the world no nah. Oh, it was hectic, hey. We were, shit, where were we? We were in Andorra and then went up to west coast of France for like the weekend. And um, we got this little, so Rusty Toothbrush was sponsored by Electric Eyewear. And we got this tiny little Volkswagen or Golf or something real small, like small as little car. Mm. Like it's mission to fit five people in it, you know. But yeah. we had six dudes, we had all of our gear, yeah, so, so like board like bags, board luggage, well. like yeah. everything, camera gear, the whole whole shebang, and uh, we had to drive from Barrett's, like, I think the trip said originally 13 hours, but it took us like 16 hours to get to Mirabel in yeah. France, and um, yeah, so we packed all the stuff on, we had heaps of bags up on the roof that were just strapped down real dodgy as and um and and then we'd put it would change out a little bit but we'd chuck a dude in the back and then kind of pack all of these bags around him so he was just like in his little <laughs> cave kind of thing just surrounded by luggage and uh, yeah that was a hectic trip and me and one of the uh, one of the rusty boys thought it was because in andorra it's like a tax haven so everything's yeah. dirt cheap yeah you can buy like pack of cigs for like one euro bottles of vodka for like <laughs> 10 cents and uh, we thought it was crack up because we saw this it was like three or four liter bottle of of whiskey or rum or something and so we bought this massive bottle and i think we were using it to do some filming stuff for some rusty toothbrush like intros and whatnot mm. and then so we had that in the car mm. as well and we were driving along and swigging out of this and um yeah yeah it turned into a bit of an interesting <laughs> trip <laughs> was this was this the trip where you were ended up on the motorway by yourself and got matching tats yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly you got rusty toothbrushes that was that was a sick trip because and that was the first trip i did outside of snowboard competing and stuff yeah right. so it was just like hanging out with a bunch of mates going out building jumps hitting street rails everything that i wanted to be doing yeah and i was doing it i was and i was right. so stoked and it was such a cool trip so you couldn't have probably gone to a more opposite mm. scene than yeah the yeah kind of contest driven mm. almost jock style snowboarding to yeah. like yeah oh let's get hammered on the motorway <laughs> yeah exactly yeah just make I might have to get go. Troy on here and he can sort of probably go more into detail yeah on that yeah one. he's we probably got some yeah. we won't get you to throw you under the bus too much. <laughs> so have you done quite a bit of uh, rusty toothbrush like filming trips with those guys that yeah sort of thing? yeah yeah I have so I did that trip and then the next summer, maybe I had the next, maybe I had a complete summer, I think, that one. 
France and then hung out with Russell Toothbrush. Actually, that's yeah, that's another thing because I got picked up after Capita. I got picked up by Drake and Northwave. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And that's because Alec, Alex Stewart that does Rusty Toothbrush is now the team manager for Drake Northwave. Me. So he was just like, yeah, let's get everyone on board kind of thing. Sick. And, so it's um, a giant Rusty Toothbrush fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is Drake. so sick. So we can, it's like all the homies that I've met up with previously Sweet. and we all get along real well and it's like, yeah, we're all on the, the same team together and film with Rusty So they're predominantly European based. Yeah, they're film. out of, um, yeah, they've been in Italy. I think they got started in Italy and, and um, yeah. Mean. But so and it was good you brought up Drake, so we did want to mm. ask like how mm-hmm. did the Drake thing come about? It was just through Alex Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, What's up with my dudes and Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because I yeah, I wasn't planning on going away for one summer and then um Alex, Alex was like, You've got it. You've call me call me whenever you can, I've got some exciting news or something. Mean. And then um yeah, gave me the lowdown and then within two weeks I was flying over to France to meet up with them after being like, Yeah, no, I'm gonna have another summer kind of thing. Mean. And just like do building and then I was like boosting over to France to meet up with them. And you're designing boards for Drake now. Mm. Is that is that right? Yeah, so we me and one another teammate, Dushan, who's a Czech writer, real real sick writer, you see him around Rusty Toothbrush quite a bit quite a lot. Um we yeah, so we kind of designed a board for um, for Drake to you know to be sold and stuff. It was kind of like a bit of a team team effort kind of thing. Yeah, it was like some of the boards were there. There was like three different boards that were real sick, but mm-hmm. we just wanted to kind of combine them and make something that just worked for everything. Sweet. And, so um, is it kind of like a rusty toothbrush model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Something? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And it's it's actually probably the favorite board I've ever written. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, describe it. Like, mm. what's the story behind this? Like, yeah. Board. Like, I, I remember you bought one in the workshops. Like, hella mm. wide and hella big. Yeah. Like, yeah. The thing's so massive. It's yeah. Sick. Yeah. So like, it's so we wanted something that just works for everything. So we made it's just traditional camber. It is the board. The board that I write is a one six three, and it's. Oh, I don't know exactly how wide it is, but it's massive, eh? Yeah, like twenty-seven or twenty-eight under in the yeah. in the waist, if I remember mm. right. And I've got big hooves, so it works perfect yeah, for me because yeah, I like perfect. to bank. I like. I hate having toe or heel overhang, yeah. so like, it's perfect. I don't get any of that, and I can just charge around on that, and it's sweet. It's stiff. It's it's stiff, but not like crazy stiff. You can still like butt around, and it's real yeah. playful. But then it holds up real well on. Nice. on big jumps and stuff and being that wide and long and powder it's it's, it's just so good all mountain shred sticks yeah i ride that thing that's yeah. my daily i'm stoked that mm. you guys are starting to ride bigger boards yeah jack uh jack spencer's also gonna he's talking about moving up to like riding a six turn like yeah yeah, yeah i'm surprised so, he hasn't he doesn't normally ride one because he's a he's, he's a tall guy, dude yeah. Mm. yeah um but i i just i mean i grew up riding like those unit corus which oh yeah behind you and like the one i did most of my traveling on was like a 165 oh true it's like fucking great like damn you get that thing in the air and it's just mm. like it'll land it for you yeah yeah <laughs> you might not land but the board will, but the board will keep yeah. riding <laughs> it was us and it's just like mm. wow like riding big boards yeah i, I really oh, like that sort of 60 
two. Yeah, size. yeah. Oh, it's, I'm never gonna go any smaller than that. Eh? That's that's all you all you need. Really, like me eh? and Rusty would always ride those like six twos mm. and stuff. And I remember yeah. Corelli and the park dudes being like, "What the fuck's up with you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Workshop dudes and your big ass whips." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now it's coming back around. <laughs> yeah, eh? yeah. It's like, well, good thing I didn't have the fucking doughboy back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like we weren't technicians with snowboarding, mm. so we were fine. We weren't doing yeah, yeah. You made it work, and that's, that's what worked for you. Yeah. Awesome. You just ran with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. a fucking beast day one nine three. Holy <laughs> hell, that's so sick, eh? Yeah, man. Oh, it's a fucking weapon. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, you'd be welcome sure. to take uh, take the take it out if Drake's cool with it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'll be alright with it. Eh? <laughs> oh, I'd be so keen. Yeah, dude. Is this the thing Mitch Brown was riding for yeah. the mini bike? And he was chucking um, like rodeos right. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He won it that year as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that's you and Straight's old doughboy. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. But she talks about in his interview, it's really kind of cool how it, yeah. how it come about. And mm. I listened to that interview the other day. It was so yeah, sick. It was fucking crack up. Yeah, it was so good. That thoroughly enjoyed it. Rebar story. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Heck, eh? That's so gnarly. So, obviously, your influences when you were younger was, like, the mm. local crew, like, New Zealand rippers and stuff. Yeah. Like, later on, say, like, you're sort of starting a film, mm. moving from the contest writing mm. to filming. Yeah. But what sort of writers were you looking at for inspiration then, or who? Mm. Um, I, I really like uh, Mickle Bang. Yes. Um, Arthur Longo, Kazu Kokobu. Oh, yeah, right. Um, it's like Kevin Backstrom, Tor Lundstrom, with the Beyond Medals and stuff. Yeah, I, I think, fucking... Kevin Backstrom? Yeah. It became my new favourite snowboarder, like, last year. Right? Yeah, he's like, so sick, eh? Such a... Like, yeah. yeah. Like, just like Ollie's... It makes Ollie's look fucking awesome. Him and Arthur Longo. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Capita struck. The side hit, side hit euphoria. Yeah. She like, is, like... Capita struck goal with those two. Yeah, big time, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's probably... So yeah, those are definitely the so, you, so Arthur Longo come out here with the Vulcan mm. guys. Yeah. And um, so I remember that Road Rager and the only name I really knew was Arosari. And oh, so yeah. I fanned out and made an ass of myself in front of him as well. Were you riding much with those dudes around? Were you sort of like the guy that's like, well, this is my home mountain. Let's go and check shit out sort of thing? Or? Yeah, definitely a little bit like that. Because we rode Cardis for like, I probably did three three or four days up there mm. and it was and um yeah it was it was so sick because like you've got this group of riders that everyone looks at something in a different different way yeah and like after longo was all about the side hits and yeah. stuff and really opened my eyes to some that are just around cardies i yeah. remember him there was a snow gun on mcdougall's like almost right as you get off the chair like yeah. down 100 meters and there was just like the groomer pushed up a little snowbank, and he, I don't even think that he got off his board to shape it or anything. I think he boosted up and he would have been like, I feel like three meters. I've up. seen the picture of that. Yeah. Doing uh, an indie kind uh, of bonk in it. Ardo Sari has mm. a picture on his Instagram. Of yeah. It. yeah. 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 So yeah. if anyone's listening, check out Ardo photo on Instagram and yeah. then scroll down for ages now. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably like three years. Was it three years ago? Uh, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, cause I remember 
he posted that picture straight away mm. and I was going riding the next day I went to McDougal's and it's like are you going to check it out yeah 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 it's like, loose eh so you watched that go down yeah 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 I was there just watching it just like holy shit fucking hell and he yeah. just like just oh so casual like Fuck. yeah and then down on the McDougal's park there was like a little Vulcan put this little like rail jam thing on for all the kids and just like throwing Vulcan gear out or you know throwing it to the kids and stuff and then Mike Rav who's like a real super cool butter gibbery kind of Vulcan rider from the states he um he does this like ollies up also kind of just off nothing and just does like a front lip on that little wind wind fence that separates the mini park and it's and it's place now from from the other side of the run you know so the mini park oh um is this like the top part of mcdougall still no this is the bottom park so bottom bottom part sorry it's after so you know how mcdougall's now you've got the two new jumps yeah then it goes around the corner to your right and then you're looking right at the mini park and then it's like little bucks box garden thing that they've got yeah we box garden and if you're hitting the boxes if you look like riders right there's just like a wind fence that's probably like two meters high yeah yeah like mike rav like pops up off something and then like lip slides this wooden wooden fence and then pops back down it's just like Fuck. So it's yeah. just those moments. Gnarly and like so sick. Fuck. So it's just like those moments you're watching, you're like, that's mm. why they are at that level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. hundred percent. Popping off nothing. And, yeah. You know, yeah. like, and then you go for it yourself. You're like, fuck, I got <laughs> yeah. 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 Catch a toe edge <laughs> and like break a rib on the fence or something. Yeah. You're just left hanging there or something. Oh, like. I've had those moments trying to keep up with Will, like Will mm. Jay and Shade. Like he's just like, yeah, this bump, he pops and you're like, and he's like fucking you're high off it <laughs> yeah you're like red and then you pop you're like oh i got like a foot maybe yeah if yeah knee, knee like, high yeah. how <laughs> yeah. like, how the fuck it's something else eh? yeah man mm. oh that's fucking sick so carlos has brought up some points for me to discuss with you so i've got no clever <laughs> way of segueing into them apart from <laughs> thanks carlos yeah, yeah so you wanted me to Shut talk up. with you about um i consider like you to be like what the what I've heard Ranquit call a Mike Ranquit mm-hmm. a uh, classically trained snowboarder. Oh, like, yeah. You actually use your board and mm-hmm. ride the mountain sort of thing. Yeah. And Carlos is telling me that uh, he considers your trick selection to be a very classic trick selection. Hmm. And he kind of wants to know why you have... A, well, he probably knows already, but he would like <laughs> me to ask you so that everyone yeah. else can know uh-huh. of why you have a classic trick selection and what sort of influenced that right? sort of thing. Well, I think what influences me in my snowboarding, and, and then I guess that relates to having a classic trick selection, is probably when I watch snowboarding, I like to watch things that are relatable that I personally can relate to. So, and for me, that's big ollies, going fast, big ears, and just doing simple, like, doing simple tricks, but making them look easy and styly as. That's kind of like my tick list. Yeah. You know. So, like, watching Arthur Longo's kind of thing. Side hit euphoria is, like, my favorite thing of all time. Sick. That's, like, top of the list. So, like... Yeah, that's, and I think that kind of relates to the, to the classic trick selection kind of thing. I like, like back ones, front ones, 
fun just threes, back threes. Like good fun, relatable snowboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something, yeah, something that, yeah, because I've never really been about doing the gnarliest trick, you know, like doubles, triples. Mm. So um, would I be right in saying you're more of a proponent of like it's not what you do but how you do it yeah. sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Because that's a, a um, idea that's very prevalent in skateboarding. Mm. Like, and definitely in the skateboarding, I grew up watching like John Cardiel yeah. and Julian Strange. It was all mm-hmm. about how you do what you do, not necessarily what, what you're you do. doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think snow. I think that's kind of a, coming a been coming around the snowboarding say the last ten years. It's sort of catching up to that mentality now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I think we start to see the sure. fruition of like mm. guys like you say, like Kevin Backstrom and mm. Arthur Longo, where like yeah. they can just publish a shot of an ollie and you're like fuck yeah. me that is awesome yeah like, yeah and it gets cover shot and, and stuff and, like and that like, like, an ollie anyone can do it it's like yeah, yeah. but you can't yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? for sure like, yeah you know there, there was a picture Arthur Longo put on an insta lately of an it was just an ollie and he's way the fuck up there I was like, yeah I know oh, that one you're talking about god yeah like, so I think that was and, I think that was on the cover of the new torment yeah and you just can't yeah. figure out like you you kind of have an idea of where his landing is but you're not yeah, quite but you sure never know. Like, yeah it's probably yeah a awesome. few hundred meters down down the run eh? yeah man mm. oh that's cool and mm. um, so have you had a chance to ride with like any of those like obviously mm. Arthur Longo at Cadrona but like yeah. Kevin Backstrom and all those dudes mm. they've come out were they involved with the Ruckus filming yeah well, Ruckus 2 so Kevin Backstrom was yeah so we linked up with him he came to New Zealand uh, not not the winter just been but the one before yeah and then so he was yeah so he was involved with Ruckus 2 mm. and he was in the like New Zealand kind of segment yeah. so we, we went out TC and built a jump and stuff and he what did he do on it a back five and a back one I think and and a front seven off the toes and oh, everything man. is just it's just it's so nice you know it's think, so sick I think that was the first time I can't remember if I discovered his Instagram before or after Ruckus 2 but mm. it's like oh that's that's the dude. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. He, he's obviously mates with like you and Carlos and that's how that sort of came about yeah yeah I think Carlos thing. hit him up because they'd, I think Carlos, Carlos had filmed with Kevin before mm. doing something or other, I think with Beyond Medals, with, with right. one of their projects. And then, yeah, and um, yeah, it just so happened that he came out and... I mean, Ruckus to us, mm. man, like, sorry, oh. uh, when that came out, mm. it was like I hadn't seen any new snowboarding in quite a while, maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd just been watching like Side Hit Euphoria and yeah, that yeah. was about it sort of thing because mm-hmm. uh, I'm <laughs> now considered an old dude. Um, so I remember we went along to the premiere and, oh, uh, yeah. and it was more, I didn't know what I was going to be in for, but I was like, mm. I like Carlos and I like JJ and yeah. I like Will and Will's involved too. Mm. So I'll, I'll go and check it out. Yeah. And I was floored with that movie, like yeah. start to finish the whole movie and the writing and yes okay there was some doubles and all that shit in there mm. but it was one of those movies we left with like fuck yes snowboarding and the future of it mm-hmm. is in good hands if this is still what's going on mm-hmm. um, were you were you involved the whole way through with with Ruckus or was that um, or was that more of a Carlos brainchild that was def- definitely Carlos and Marcus Skin the filmer yep. and, and editor that was like that was their kind of their yeah. baby because they did Ruckus they made, there's one before, Ruck, well, obviously, Ruckus 2, yeah, 
one before that. But um, yeah, so Ruckus, yeah, so Ruckus and Ruckus Two was Carlos and Marcus's thing. Oh, and um, yeah, I was just over the moon to get an invite and <laughs> go hang out with those boys and do some filming and stuff with them. Yeah. So I remember, like, remember that war? Oh, I can't remember the like a backside wall ride one eighty to fucking tap on the air conditioning vent. Remember oh that? yeah, that was in the first. That was in the first like five minutes or so. Away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The whole video is. I mean, mm. It's not often I trip out on rail shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's oh whatever. Yeah. But Carlos's rail, urban rail shit. That's I was fucking, on point. Like, eh? My jaw hit the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, he can and, ride fucking anything in his path and, and make it look so good. And that's pretty cool, considering like most people know him as like this contest. Mm. spin to win dude yeah. and mm. he's really fucking good at that yeah yeah but i was blown away with like the his urban game is mm-hmm. fucking up there yeah and, and he picks really cool spots it's not yeah. just like another down bar it's like you know jump through the tree and then, uh, and then hits, hits something awesome. and stuff and it's yeah, like yeah. he gets a chance to actually explore the artist's brain yeah you yeah, know, yeah almost fully. like the dylan reader side that he's really into yeah like, yeah mm-hmm. and and then obviously the jump his jump game is just fucking yeah. top notch. And Unbelievable. I love yeah. that end part where it's like a heavy metal band playing yeah, and you yeah. guys just fucking up TC and Mount <laughs> Cop or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's the... It wasn't... Was it Ruckus 2 where you guys were sledding and got shut down by COVID? Like, No, that was a... Um, a, a, a project that we were working that was kind of Marcus Skins oh, thing of course now I've, I've got yeah. the years that's my yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> no it's all right <laughs> 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 no dramas yeah. <laughs> um, no yeah so diff- different trip that was for Pirate Life and Burton Snow Burton I think but that right. was um, yeah so we yeah that was another trip that Marcus Skin kind of put together and um and yeah, that was the, that was the whole pre-COVID. Oh so, crap, COVID's going on. We better we better run. Fuck. So you guys spent like two days building a jump, and you didn't get to hit it or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Real man. stitch up, and it was like, oh, it was just like a couple of things on top of, on top of each other. It was like had it got a, got a few shots and stuff. We we're just getting into it, um, and then yeah, so we're in, we were in Whistler. Mm. Uh, rented a bunch of sleds and then we were just going out into the middle of you know nowhere trying to find jump spots and stuff and we'd gotten a few shots and then it was like kind of ramping up we found this sick jump spot building this jump um and then i yeah i had a wee head knock so i actually couldn't really snowboard for the rest of the trip anyway but the other boys kept going up built the jump ready to hit it and i think the weather packed in and then and then and then covid and yeah. then every like it was it's pretty buzzy like for the few off oh, like the week leading up to us leaving mm. um we still had probably like two weeks left in in whistler and we were all just like oh yeah covid blah blah it's it's mellow you know yeah. it's just it's just it's just going around but it'll be right we'll just keep chilling doing our thing and then every like every every day we'd come home and we were you know out in the wop wops no cell phone service no news and stuff and then we'd come home and we're like oh it's kind of ramping up a little bit and then suddenly like all the boys started dropping off like flyers like oh we, we're flying home to aussie oh we're going back home blah blah um and then i remember me and Carl were like oh shit we should probably head back to new zealand yeah. and then um yeah we we booked a flight 
and within two days, three days, we were we were back in back in Auckland doing that walk over to right. domestic. So, and, so we never got to see this jump, like what, yeah, what, like what style of jump was it and shit. It like? was. It wasn't quite a quite a um, tabletop. It was more yeah. of a step down. Yeah, and had this crazy long in run. And then just like a nice long landing where you could have sent it. And I think, I can't remember, because we started building it and it was just like the light was a little bit off. Mm. And then, and then we built a lot of it. And then we went, slid it back out home. And then the next day we came up, I decided to hit something on the way back to the jump. And that's when I hit my head. So I ended up going home and the other boys went to the jump and it was a sunny day. Mm. And I can't remember exactly what, how big they were saying it was. Cause they saw it in the sun and could really check it out. But I think it was, I think it was a big jump. I think Dang. it was, a, <laughs> I think it was a massive jump by the sounds. Like they, they finished the jump and parked the sled on top of the jump, like just drove up there on the sled and then, this the sled the the toboggan the the skid <laughs> looked like dwarfed compared to the jump you know it was oh I've got to find oh, this photo man. It's, it's pretty impressive um, so was that your first time sledding and Whistler that sort of thing or? yeah yeah it was yeah yeah right. yeah it was really really fun and how did the sledding go like you didn't get too stuck or I, I just uh, hear so many stories about oh yeah, new guys yeah. sledding and stuck and yeah uh, oh we got stuck all the time <laughs> yeah Carlos's sled blew up one time we had to tow it for like. Oh an hour just to get out of the back country and yeah we had we actually had a guide which was really nice like we rented the sleds off him and he would come mm. out with us every day yeah and um and yeah absolute legend and he helped us out of so many sticky situations Sweet. and were you uh rolling you weren't rolling around with any like whistle locals or anything like that or um no just we'd, sort of freeballing it kind of just freeballing it we had um marcus skin who spent quite a lot of time in Whistler and in the backcountry with some of the riders around. So he had a lot of spots in mind that would go check out and hit some of them and stuff. So that was quite nice. And he would hit up some of his friends there and just say like, what's working right now. And so we had quite a lot of inside knowledge, which was good because otherwise we would have been completely lost. Sweet. Yeah. And so you saying you hit your head. Have you had mm. a bit of a run in with injuries and that sort of thing? We're talking about the yeah. before and stuff. Like. Yeah. I have, uh, I mean, what have I done? Broken a collarbone in in the States one time, which, yeah, which put me out for like six weeks. And then I've had just real, like, couple niggly ones. Like, the hip yeah. was just, like, wear and tear in the hip, so they had to get in there and do surgery on that, which put me off snow for six, six months. And then I had my knee operated on couple years back now and that was put it me off. acl no that was meniscus all oh, right yeah so i tore that in finland and then left it for almost a year because i was just like oh it'll get better it'll get better yeah and then just like i yeah i could barely snowboard on it, it was that it was pretty painful yeah. and then eventually it was just like oh screw this when i got on a got an mri and turns out yeah it was needed to get operated on so that put me off snow for a little bit longer as well and yeah, I've had it pretty yeah. good because you hear of people getting bashed up every season yeah. and doing playing rehab or you know doing that all the time. So, mm. um, talking about sort of Carlos, mm-hmm. of something I'll, I'll read out. He said, which I think it's probably <laughs> better I read this out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I obviously, I've obviously reached out to Carlos, tell me some shit about JJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First thing he says, JJ is the hardest worker on the trip. Digging, hiking, and riding and scoping, he's always the one to keep up with. Oh. Fucking rad. Damn. Sickest style and such an underrated snowboarder. That's why I asked you about the influence in classic track selection, because he says you've got a good range of influence there. Hmm. Sort of thing. And that's kind of. That makes sense yeah. when you sort of tee up sort of. Nick Brown, Will J, Nick mm. Hine with Kevin Backstrom, Arthur Longo. It's, yeah. Oh shit. Now yeah. I get it, sort of thing. Mm. There's a lot of rippers now, so there's a lot of up and comers. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've just talked about Zoe because, mm. like, that's just not even up for debate. Like, her <laughs> yeah. path of destruction. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of other riders I think we need to talk about that sort of have fallen under the radar is um, Tian. Mm-hmm. Have you had much to do with Tian yeah. riding wise? Not heaps. He was, he was kind of like a grom when I was coming through HPC. Yeah. Um. And and then I once I, he got picked up by Snow Sports maybe like a year after I got dropped from them. But um, you know he's he's, he's the nicest dude. Mm. Um. I always see him up the mountain and skating and stuff like that, and hang out a bit and stuff. But um, yeah, that that whole crew. They've got a solid solid crew right now him, yeah. and, him and Mitchell Devon and they've got a, a whole bunch of but other you see, right um, at the heels Mitchell's yeah. edit that New Zealand snowboarding put up yesterday I think oh that's fucking sick like is it on on the gram or something yeah on the Instagram oh page. I have to check it out oh it's fucking but like, I don't even know what the like the first trick's like is that a rodeo I'm not even fucking sure but it's sick oh yeah and then oh, like hella like late back ones and Oh yeah, just like he's steezy. Yes, yeah, he's come mm. a long way from that grommet. That um, <laughs> yeah, it was being flowed by another brand and stuff. And yeah, yeah, he's like, he's such a good kid. Yeah, they all are. I got so um, much time for them. Brad, and mm. so I guess they're all snowsports. Who else is on that crew? It's like cool Wakashima. Yeah, yeah, she's fucking yeah she's pretty wild she's killing <laughs> yeah she goes all out eh? like she was doing dubs and because i was hanging out at spring camp a little bit coaching and she was doing double wildcat cab dub nine. No uh, way i think she was i can't remember if she i feel like oh i feel like she did back dub 10 and then maybe know. was trying front dub 10 because i was just tripping out on that i think it was like a 180 switch 50 50 to switch wildcat Oh yeah, 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 and uh, and then she did it regular or something as well. Mm. Like, that whole hell. that was the pole jam, eh? Into yeah, the pipe, yeah, something like that. There yeah. was some gnarly stuff go down there. Yeah, like it was pretty cool to watch. Just so were you kind of involved coaching the snow sports guys for uh, a hot minute there, like at spring camp. Yeah, oh, I wasn't coaching those that older crew. I was coaching. I had a, I had a little group because Nick Brown, who normally coaches the. It's called like the national development yeah. and that's all the kids, you know, um, that are like 11 to 14 age group kind of thing. Mm. Nick Brown actually went away. So they asked me if I would come in and coach in his, his place for just, just a few weeks over spring camp. Um, and yeah, I was blown away by, mm. I mean, I'd say I, I was up at Cardi's like five days a week kind of, um, so I'd see those kids doing all their stuff, but actually working with them and seeing how they work is just right. unreal. Those kids are seriously good, and yeah. and they're going to be world class. 
Yeah, I mean, mm. Tian is just a trick machine. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah, you know, oh, he's like, got every trick in the book, and he's got it dialed. It's like no way. Yeah, How screw many... having a game of snow with him. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, fuck, he's won. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, like. You just bow down straight away. Like. Fucking, um, how is that? He, the, the, again, New Zealand Snow put up on the Instagram and edit, mm-hmm. and he, my favorite trick he did was a nolly shifty over the fucking Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw and that one. That was like, sick. Wow, dude. Like, yeah, see, simple things. Yeah, it's exactly. A, yeah. But so much style. And making it look so sick. And yet yeah. he's the trick machine that's doing mm-hmm. all these fucking wild tricks, and yeah. yet he's fucking yeah and he's nailing someone. that yeah you know, yeah he could Arthur Longo the shit out of a fucking ollie oh yeah like oh, yeah man yeah. and he's a ripping skateboarder too oh yeah yeah like, he is unbelievable at skateboarding as well yeah uh, speaking of skating um, mm-hmm. a rider we haven't talked about who fucking rips on a skateboard as well yeah it's kind of a bit of an underdog Liam Wiley because you and him the go back man. quite a way, eh? Yeah, we go back to HPC days and yeah. and all that jazz. We must have met when we were like 15. He was the other signal rider. He was. I there we have it. Sorry, sorry Liam. Sorry, Liam. Oh, you're so, so raw dog underground. <laughs> Too raw dog. He still is a signal rider. Oh, right. Yeah, well, he's, st- he's still riding a, riding a signal ward. Man. Yeah, nah, he's Liam is yeah, he's he's a favorite, one of the favorites to ride with because he's yeah, he's he's heaps of fun. He always loves getting into the mini pipe and and um, he's got the sickest hand plants, I reckon. So the front side inverts, and, kind of and, another yeah. classically trained snowboarder mm. sort of thing. Yeah, 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 I would say for sure. Yeah, Man. I think Liam Wiley and Sam Christie, both both big underdogs as well, like hugely the, underrated. Yeah, 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 they are both like. Yeah, need need some recognition yeah. for sure. And so yeah. Liam's also your bandmate or your Liam's bandmate in the club. I'm probably Liam's bandmate. Liam really, he's um, yeah, he's. So, I feel like he's holding it together for sure. So the clubs, <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, it's a rock and roll band that sort of come out of the ashes of Wanaka's snow season. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Who's the lineup of the clubs? So there's Liam Wiley, who's um lead singer and guitarist and then carlos garcia knight on the drums yeah yeah and charlie hay on keys yeah and then me on the bass sweet and yeah sort of are you doing your own thing or it's mainly covers or um mainly co- mainly covers but um i think the boys the boys been writing music and stuff because because so. liam and carlos are hanging up hanging out in auckland quite a bit right so they've been writing some stuff Liam's actually Liam did a um, did a like music degree, music production kind of stuff at, right. at Dunners for a couple of years. So he's written a few songs, and then so we've been playing that. I think I think last time we played there were four songs that they'd written, and then now they've written a couple more as well. Right. So so I was yeah, floored when I seen you play at the vert ramp. Oh yeah, and it was <laughs> like one of those things was like started with bad brains. It was like fuck yes because I love bad brains <laughs> yeah and then I was just blown away I was like I'm listening to my record collection because I heard like Cro-Mags <laughs> oh, the yeah, Stooges yeah and all these other bands it's yeah like, fuck this is like half my record collection like, this is amazing <laughs> that's sick and so yeah. how did bass playing come about um oh it was kind of like I can't remember I can't remember exactly how but it was like 
there was kind of talk maybe about starting a band or something or just even just about playing music in general and i was just like oh screw playing i was like oh and there's heaps of guitarists and there and also playing guitar looks really hard with all the chords and stuff yeah and i was like okay maybe a bass so i ended up just getting a bass playing around with that and to be honest i'm i'm not a good bass player at all but mm. it's 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 i really enjoy playing it and being with the boys and right. and, and doing that kind of stuff and um yeah no nah, it's it's been seriously fun mm. and just playing yeah playing with them and playing um playing some gigs and stuff is right yeah it's, it's a crack up cool time when you're actually together playing and people are you got a crowd like fuck we're actually doing it yeah like, yeah 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 shit. exactly yeah we had, <laughs> we had a real funny one it was the last gig we played at Fitzy's, um, just the local bar in Wanaka there. And we, we were kind of always played in town. And uh, we rocked up and we we're meant to play at 10 o'clock. I think we rocked up at five past 10. And we'd already set up everything. So everything was ready to go. And we walked in and there was f- like five people there at a work do, all dressed up in, in Christmas gear. And we were like, oh no, no one's here for our last gig of 2020 kind of thing. And then uh, they were hounding us to play. They were like, oh, we heard you got live music. And then we started playing one song. And then just like a whole bunch of people pretty much just flooded in. And we were like, Sad. oh, fuel, here we go. It's time <laughs> to get the party started. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would suck. Like no one's showing up. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Um, back to snowboarding. There's a trip I'm kind of keen to talk to you about. Um, you did a trip to the Tasman Glacier with the Diaries Down Under. Yeah, which yeah. That's fucking because not many people have snowboarded up there. No, like how did how did that all come about? So that was um, that was like end of October kind of thing. So all the mountains have shut. Yeah, and oh, it was it was just like Nick Hine, the the dude from Diaries Down Under, just just hitting me up and being like, hey, we've got this this real cool trip kind of planned out. Would you like to be a part of it? And like kind of before he even told me what it was all about, I was like, yep. Yeah. I'm keen kind of thing. Oh, Nick Hine. Like, <laughs> yeah. If he says, what's up? It's like, yeah, what's up, yeah, dude? Right, let's do it. <laughs> Sign me up. And, um, and yeah, it was just like, I think he hit me up like the day before we were meant to leave or something. So I had to quickly, I, he gave me the lowdown. I was like, you need this, 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 this. And it was like, all right, sick. So we were going to be, um, yeah. So we took split boards and our normal snowboards. We drove, and all this all this gear and we drove up to just like uh, Mount Cook Village kind of thing jumped on a glacier plane with all our gear and a guide and stuff flew this glacier plane up onto the glacier and then jumped out brought all our gear we brought tons of stuff and then we got a helicopter from the glacier up to the hut which we were going to be posted up for for like three nights or something four days and um, I felt, felt I felt a bit, a bit stink because there was a lot of people hiking around and ski touring around. Yeah, that had come from like the valley floor, and they were just you know scrog munching and living off you know tussock and stuff. And here <laughs> we were with like goon sacks and like, <laughs> all this pre cooked food like nachos and like <laughs> I think Heiner made all these wraps and stuff for our lunches and we we were just bawling out. But um yeah so we were living like kings up there but yeah we so we would snowboard down into a into like it's called um oh shit what was it called oh 
can't actually remember the certain spot. It'll come back to me in a second. But it was just like these massive like towers of ice chunks. And we were crossing crevasses and stuff to get in there. And then oh, we would, shit. the the guide was like, we had to have harnesses on at all times mm. um, in case we fell into a crevasse that they could hook us up and beat like, us up yeah. kind of thing. But the guide was like, we'd be like, all right, let's go hit that thing. And then the guide would like walk around for like a little bit probing the ground, making sure there were no crevasses. And it was like, all right, it's safe to walk around here. And then we would just like go hit this feature and move on. But it was one of my all time favorite trips, I think, because it was a, it was in New Zealand and then just looking up at Mount Cook for the whole day and just being surrounded by this like ice field. And it was just like, wow, this is New Zealand. This is in our backyard. Like it was, it was pretty cool. And you guys were there for quite a while. Yeah. Like it was like either two nights, three days or three nights, four days. And then, yeah, it was, it was such a surreal time. Right. Just such an awesome group of dudes. And, and who else was on the trip? So it was you, Heiner. Yeah, so me, Heiner, Browner. Uh, we had Vaughn as, as a photographer. Heath as a um, videographer. And that was it. So, you know when you get that feeling oh, shit, maybe yeah. I'll someone out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the guide so I believe that was it I mean that's pretty cool to have snowboarded on something that like the Tasman Glacier mm. like that yeah very few people have ever snowboarded on yeah yeah and that's that's fucking awesome mm. yeah it was a very cool very um, cool trip one sponsor that I forgot to mention so mm-hmm. to rewind the tape a little that yeah. we should probably mention yeah yeah Madwax yeah Brent screen Brent screen the man fucking so yeah because for the people that don't know like mad wax was a hugely iconic new yeah. zealand made wax brand big time yeah in the um 2000s mm-hmm. really right up till about 2014 15 yeah yeah so it's like a they had a solid team as well yeah, like 15 year reign mm-hmm. and heavy hitters like yeah how did the mad wax thing like how did you get on get on with Oh, like, like, yeah, like make well, that. Well, it's like a heavy team, right? Mm, oh, it was mm-hmm. like, well, obviously, an Abbey. Yeah. Shelley Gottlieb. Yeah, and there was, fuck, there was Ben like Stewart. Ben Stewart. Logan was Holt there. was on there. Mm. Fuck, I can't. There was, oh. I remember all the wax, and it had like the, there was like a rider on each mm. one, eh? Yeah. Uh, who else was, was there James Hamilton? James Hamilton, yep. Rider. Uh... Fuck, there was so... Yeah, was like, was it was a that, he's a solid crew. Well, Nick Hine or Nick Brown, one of those two dudes was on yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like one of them was on it. A couple eh? of the Queenstown heads as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, who else was on there? Yeah, some big... Some big dude. Not... Um, I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed I can't remember because his OG team was heavy as well. Yeah, yeah. Like Steve Ferguson, David Bryan and Joel Westcott and those dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was fucking... Um, so like how did how did that come about you have to gel with oh. that heavy fucking crew <laughs> yeah like, I'm trying to remember I think there was another Will J one I think that was another Will J hook probably, up yeah, yeah he's yeah. got the influence right yeah 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 fully that was probably another one of those little riding missions that Will J was just like oh come along on because I remember riding with Brent um yeah I remember when he first come down Brent, eh, 2011. yeah and with you because we've yeah. got that photo of us um, I wasn't with you no 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 i've got a photo of you with oh well maybe it was a maybe it was a different 
time after I got sponsored by Matt, Matt right. Max, riding with you and Brent. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. And because there, there is a picture, I think, of like Brent, you, Will, and Abby. And yeah, you're like, yeah. You're like fucking hella, like roll on the other thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just probably, probably about the same time as your bloody voicemail was recorded. Quite possibly, <laughs> actually. That was probably, yeah, the same time I got my cell phone and set all that up yeah but that was i think that was another will j kind of connection thing yeah another um, one of those cadrona groms kind of i think christy was on the team too yes yeah yeah, yeah i believe she was sorry yeah. christy i can't believe we forgot you <laughs> yeah like no, yeah good. i mean fuck i've got the signed poster up there jesus I'm a, <laughs> yeah there we have it fucking idiot oh that's Mate, embarrassing got, this room's sick it's got heaps <laughs> of good stuff yeah uh, slowly and surely eh yeah no but, decent Who's that? Who's up on this poster? Which uh, the yellow? The Pulsate National. Oh, that's Trevor Ponting. Trevor Front, Ponting. Front side, yeah. He was a, he's a hardcore Methvin local oh, from yeah. the nineties. Yeah. And like Niseko. Oh yeah. Gnarly dude. Yeah. And then yeah. Nice. Good um, indie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Mini Pipe Worlds. Oh. Dogger. Yeah. Dogger's competition. Uh huh. Right? fucking probably quite possibly the best day of the year yeah hands um, down you've been going to that since its inception right yeah i've i've missed out on a couple couple of of years because i one of them i was injured and then one of them i had something else on like family thing All right. but um my favorite competition mm. i think i've ever done sick yeah because i remember the first time they did it in 2013 mm-hmm. um we were all just yeah, and jamming. Yeah. There's no format. Mm. And you had an old 1980s Cadrona instructor jacket on. That's right. Yeah. And I remember complimenting you on your style that day. I was like, oh, your front side ears look amazing and shit. And I was <laughs> probably actually ranting and raving because I'm not to do that. <laughs> and maybe you turned around with a sentence that made me feel so old. You're like, oh, thanks. I'm trying to get some old school 90s vibe in my riding. <laughs> <laughs> damn we just went there (laughs) (laughs) i apologize for that (laughs) um was there a year that you actually claimed that shit though right claimed it you won it yeah yeah um the winter just been actually was it yeah and then yeah the one because that's a heavy lineup of people of like yeah mitch brown's won it Mm mm-hmm will j yep Marcus Worley. Yeah. He's an Australian dude. Yeah, yeah. He's so sick. No. Riding, watching him ride around Kajona is so cool. I saw him with, up there quite with a bit. the Metallica denim jacket. Yeah, that yeah. jacket's so sick. Because he was like a pro, Australian pro for a long time. Mm. Fucking. I remember Benny Bright even saying, you know, like yeah. Tora Bright's brother. brother. Yeah, yeah. Being like, yeah, I wish I was as good as Marcus Worley. Really? Like, yeah, he's fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. And him and. Legend. He used to run around with like Dylan Butt and those dudes back in that oh, 2000s yeah. era. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah, he's, he's a sick rider. Unreal, eh? Mm-hmm. And yeah, dude. Is that the favorite events, Mini Pipe Worlds? Is there any yeah. other events that you're like, yeah, dude? Like, um, I've, oh, it feels like, I feel like I haven't competed in ages. I mean, there is the Obsidian that was, that was really sick. seriously cool to be a part of. This yes. last winter. So that's actually what I was trying mm. to hope to segue in, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. No drivers. <laughs> um, how did that all go down? Yes, um, it was fucking awesome to watch. Yeah, it was really cool. It was, um, 
like yeah for people that don't know it was like a new zealand normally the winter games is like a big international i think it's even like an olympic qualifying yeah stop some years but this year because of covid blah 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 they couldn't get all the internationals in so they decided to make a different kind of format with it and they had um yeah diff- like different team challenges there was different disciplines and and kind of competitions within those it was amazing how the teams yeah. were picked because yeah. the teams were so evenly stacked like yeah it was crazy wow yeah. it could actually be anyone's yeah like, yeah who's, fully whose team were you on i was in janina's team no way yeah oh, <laughs> she's fucking gnarly yeah yeah like janina cosma skiing mm-hmm. holy fucking shit yeah. her, her free riding yeah Holy she fuck. is unbelievable eh? so like that was that was sick we had a, we had a solid how team. is how is that as a team captain it's like fuck i've really got to step my game up yeah yeah but, for but sure she's so cool about shit yeah yeah super mellow and like calculated and and can rip as well yeah. but, like that whole competition was so cool because you had people that shone like no matter what um event you were in there was always someone that was willing to step up yeah. and they had we had like wild cards and all that kind of stuff and yeah it was it was really really fun and mm-hmm. just to see like i think the thing that blew me away the most was um you know there were no internationals it was all kiwis and just watching the event and seeing how much talent new zealand has it was it, it was pretty humbling it was mind-blowing eh? yeah like, yeah um there were some writers i couldn't believe it was like Ronan mm. was one of them. I was like, holy mm-hmm. fuck, he come out guns blazing for a guy that sort of <laughs> yeah. stepped away from freestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the dude can ride. Tian, obviously. Who, yeah. Who was on your team? Um, there was me, Janina, Wacko, Finn Billis, um, Zoe. Uh, it was, might have been Mitch or something, eh? Mitchell Mitchell Davin, yeah. And that may have been a... There was another skier, right? Yeah, there was another skier. Oh, it was a Queenstown boy. Fuck, I can't remember. Sorry. A oh, mystery skier. Oh, this is... Oh, my memory is seriously... Christ, we have to go back. I'm sure our listeners will be like, oh, you fuckers, I can't believe you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they'll know. But, um, because I mean, I didn't see much of it, and obviously mm. we had to go to level two, so I couldn't even yeah. see the big ear. Like, yeah, that's what was, right. What was yeah. your favourite event with within the obsidian oh i'd have to say the rail jam day at Cadrona. yeah that was fucking sick yeah. yeah and um to be honest it didn't really feel much of like a rail jam for me because there was so many other features that you could hit like the yeah. park boys made it like did an unreal job of um that course and it was so much fun i barely even hit a rail yeah but um there was just so much stuff to jump off and training finders and oh, all sick. that jazz yeah man mm. and um because your guys mountain to shred was remarks right yeah yeah Have you yeah. guys ridden remarks much before no we hadn't really eh um but it was real cool to to go and check that out and um so i think the skier that we can't remember that was his yes well their local mountain yeah, blake marshall blake marshall <laughs> blake marshall <laughs> sorry blake sorry blake <laughs> we're a bunch of fucktards in here <laughs> too many beersies yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so it was his mountain so yeah we just went and yeah pretty much just following his lead the whole time man and um yeah yeah it was it was pretty damn cool fine because 
I haven't really had a chance to go to remarks this year and stuff. And then going out there with a solid crew and yeah, just seeing what, and you know, we, we, we also just like some of the other, some of the other guys just like, would just look around the mountain and be like, let's go hit this spot. It was just like a real kind of team mm. exercise where it was just like, whatever looks, yeah, whatever looks cool. Uh, remarks has it. got some, especially mm. if you hike at remarks, there's some phenomenal Yeah, it's terrain. got some hidden, hidden you gems. Know, if, if you're actually willing to put in the work and get off mm. the trails there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm keen to go check it out. Yeah. For sure on a decent powder day and, yeah. yeah, it was pretty icy when we were there. Eh? It was oh yeah, gnarly. yeah. I mean, close yeah. to New Zealand. Yeah, it's yeah. Mean. So mm. I mean, it's good that we were sort of talking about skiers. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, Janina is one of my favourites. She's mm. just yeah, fucking burly. Yeah, fully. Um, you got some skiers that you're a fan of or shred with or anything like that? Sort of. Yeah. So um. Oh, favorite all-time skier would have to say Dane Kirk. Dane Kirk, yeah, so. yeah, he's yeah, flatmate, workmate, um, favorite skier. He's he's sick, I reckon, and it's real fun riding with him. He actually showed me some pretty sick side hits this season oh, yeah. at Cardi's, yeah, and flew off them like went massive. So and um, yeah, I could barely keep up, but it was sick. <laughs> And a real funny dude too, like a yeah. comedian sort of dude. Yeah, yeah, so funny, man. He's such a good dude. And always keen for any kind of mission that you want to go on, like surf, skate, um, you know, Rad. ski, snowboard, just anything. He's, oh, he's so down. Motorbiking. And, yeah, yeah. Rad, so you guys have been doing a bit of motorbiking. Yeah. I've seen on your Instagram page, there's pictures of bikes and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got like a, we've had a couple we good wee motorbiking sessions we did one you know, well, you're from Dunnage so you know Milton yeah that yeah. Milton trail ride oh vaguely There's, yeah 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 so we've done that one time which turned out to be pretty gnarly eh? but um real fun and we go down just some local spots around Wanaka and stuff so Man. yeah so what are you riding uh I've got a Kawasaki KLX for Man. yeah 400 oh so yeah so it goes it goes pretty good advice for groms on being a sponsored rider in new zealand true um i would say just um like let your riding do the talking don't go out there just hounding everyone to sponsor you and stuff like it's not me like it's just not the best look or anything like you just let your riding do the talking just enjoy snowboarding for what it is the sponsors will come to you yeah that's kind of that that was that there was also advice handed on to me from someone i remember but it was just like don't folk like just go somewhere to go snowboard don't worry about sponsors you know you get these kids that are just so focused on getting sponsored and having the stickers and blah blah blah. but and that's not what snowboarding is about and what about. does that actually mean at the end of the day yeah like cool you get something for free whatever mm. like, yeah yeah exactly you know. like just go out there snowboard have fun do your thing and yeah sponsors will come to you mean yeah i mean solid advice there and mm. the thing is sort of needs to be heard so mm. i feel like even just some of my interactions with the groms is sort yeah. of missing it's like yeah it's cool to be aspiring to that like mm. oh yeah cool i want to do this but yeah fucking go mm. fucking do a turn yeah powder check yeah. a method yeah so, don't make your goals um, to be sponsored make them to just progress as a snowboarder mm. if that's what you want to do and yeah i think a lot of people a lot of kids get caught up in the whole i want to get sponsored on stickers on my board yeah yeah <laughs> 
Go to Cheapskate to get some stickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, uh, that's all my list run out of... Uh, mm. Is there anything I've missed that we, we need to talk about? Oh, nah. That's nah, all. Oh, I just want to say a huge thank you to you as well, because I think this is a seriously <laughs> cool thing that you're doing. And um, just listening to Ewan's, Ewan's one the other day with you was a, a huge inspiration. And it was so cool just to hear, like of the times before my time yeah. in snowboarding and i think it, that really needs to be brought to light and stuff and i think this is such a cool way to, oh, to get about that stoked you're into it you're doing, it's, it's been real humbling the amount of people i look up to that have said yes yeah like, oh yeah. fuck now it's got real <laughs> <laughs> and it's happened yeah. <laughs> no um, that's so sick was there any thanks or shout outs you'd like to um throw out there before we peace out um Oh, thanks to you for having me on this on this show. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, um, mm, well, you know, I think um, like friends and family for sure for you know helping me out and and um, yeah, parents for you know be, being there for me over all these years and friends for also being with me and just getting me stoked to go out and ride right. and just be me and. And all that kind of jazz, like, and, um, yeah, all, everyone that has helped me out with my snowboarding. Yeah, so very, like, very stoked to be. Um, so we'll go with our stock enders now. Yep. We know the drill here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so favorite rider? Favorite rider, Arthur Longo. Arthur Longo, good. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. That's a good <laughs> choice, man. Yeah. Uh, favorite mountain? Oh, that's a tough one. Kadrona on a spring day. Yep. Or uh, or Lux. Lux. In Switzerland. That right. place is crazy. Because Lux is where Nicholas Mueller's from, right? Yeah. Or was it Freddie Cobblemart, one of those dudes? No, I think Nicholas Mueller's is from Lux. Fuck, well, if it bred, I could be wrong. <laughs> if it bred that kind of riding, it's like, fuck. Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, every, yeah it's so uh, Favourite board? I'd have to say the Drake board that I'm riding at the moment. Sick. Is, yeah, well, I, I mean, seriously love that board. That's yeah. pretty cool to have that much influence on almost your, your own mm. custom snowboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. It worked out not super many people well. Get to, yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, favorite video part? Oh. <laughs> this throws a lot of people. There's a lot yeah. out there. Um, I would have to say... Um, there's a Kevin Backstrom part from an ISO 7 movie mm-hmm. that he does, a back one, and it, oh, it's like the camera's like following him off the jump. It's quite close, and he's just like literally just like floating through the cloud, and it's him. It's it's like pretty close up, and it's just him floating through the cloud doing a back one. Rad. And he also does like a cab nine and a front 10 double shifty and stuff, but I think that one... Um, it's pretty sick that that back one that's the that's kind of when i was like damn i want to do heaps of back ones yeah yeah just that really got me got me stoked best trick ever eh? yeah mm. big time uh favorite gig Ooh, like band gig that we're yeah or whatever you know it's all, all mm. you can do both types of you know it's, <laughs> it's all you man uh start with the band gig and then we'll see where we go all right yeah, yeah. it's a favorite band gig it was probably Oh, maybe the last show that we played or the first show. As the Cloops. Yeah, as the Cloops. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it was yeah, it was it was carnage. <laughs> Those are the best ones too. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mean uh, favorite city. Favorite city would be. I really like Portland. Oh yeah, in mean. in in the US. Now uh, Burnside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Burnside all to ourselves. No way. You yeah. guys actually got to skate Burnside. Yeah. By fucking no yeah. one was there. No one was there. Holy we went. We shit. went twice. The next time there was like this weird dude on like crack or something like <laughs> walking like like crawling under people's cars and stuff but um, yeah no the first time we went there we, we were by ourselves and it was so wow, sad is Burnside as hard to skate as it sort of made mm. out to be is it I'm oh yeah like, I've never yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not a not a good skater at all but yeah I was definitely struggling I was pretty much just pumping around and right. yeah just cruising Man. Mm. our favourite track back one back one yeah, for sure favourite board graphic oof um the Kazu Kakobu Capita Pro model fucking awesome that one yeah yeah yeah. I'm pretty, and I've yeah I've got actually one of them at home that's definitely Rad. a wall hanger Amazing. so I'm gonna keep that oh, how good was um that video the Kamikaze video that he put out a couple yeah, of years ago yeah yeah like he's yeah melt he's another mind. one of those riders with crazy edge control and like well, I mean in the half pipe you kind of got to be and stuff but yeah because that's where he mm. came from right half pipe yeah riding yeah, and shit yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's sick. And best method. Ooh. Hmm. Let me think about this for a second. This is a tough one yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you oh. Euro dude? Are you Pacific Northwest dude? <laughs> oh. oh. Excuse me. Uh, maybe Nicholas Mueller. Fair enough. I mean, that's a I pretty iconic think... method, right there. Yeah. Right? Has anyone else said him? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. What have What have other people been saying? Well, Will Jackways. Yeah. Um, Ewan was a fan of Ross Powers. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, God, I'm gonna have to actually go back. Jamie Lynn's in there, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck. I'm gonna. <laughs> Hopefully, my <laughs> listeners will be able to answer this one for me. Yeah. God, I'm just. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll tune in. And, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get yeah. these phone calls. Right. I'll let you know. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't been there to do heaps, people. That's understandable. And the uh, bonus mm. question: mm-hmm. What's the key to a good method? Oh, loosen your bindings off. All right, I reckon. Yeah, and get your back foot like you've got to bend your front, bend the front knee up. Yeah. And then just push that back foot like out into the side. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I always told my kids, I was coaching, I was like, "You, if you guys want to tweak heaps, loose, I'll give you a little tip, undo your bindings a little bit. All oh, right. So just take the ratchets back a notch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did that a bit too much when I was dropping in that obsidian competition. Yeah. I was dropping into the third jump because they set it up as a, just a big air. So yeah. we were dropping in from the second knuckle doing that. And then I think Danny from Cardi's, yeah, Danny from Cardi was like, oh, I'll film you going off it. And I did, I, so I did a back one, but before I dropped in, I was like, all right, I'm going to try to tweak, tweak this as much as I can. I let my bindings off a bit too much. And I was going down the in run, just straight lining. And my whole feet were like 
kind of going up and down on my fucking moving in, in my bindings and I was like this is dodgy as hell my feet were just fully like shaking around in my bindings I'm like oh no there is but, a whole snowboarder school of instructors shaking their heads in judgment yeah, right now exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah not impressed eh? oh man yeah so loosen those bindings off mean that goes against all my ocd <laughs> like i have to do them an extra fucking oh an crank. extra few oh, cranks I, yeah oh it kills me like, <laughs> and i know i don't need to mm. but fuck yeah <laughs> oh mean bro well thank mm. you so much for your time and oh no yeah, worries thank Joyce, you we'll talk soon yeah sounds good mate cheers tony mm-hmm.